0: Hello, you motherfuckers! I'm gonna kill you in your dreams! No, it's not Freddy Krueger! It's Zeke the Plumber! And guess who else? Oh, yeah, this is your other worst nightmare. Probably more terrifying than me. Your voice is so deep, and my voice is clear. And sweet and high. that your voice is sweet and high because you, you get people to trust you and then you stab them in the neck real good. I'm a baby yes. who also drinks adrenochrome. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're an alcoholic baby. I also drink adrenochrome. Adrenochrome? <laughs> when I hang out, in the nursery, the kids have no idea that I'm stealing their blood, and I'm gonna be a baby forever. <laughs> How long have you been a baby so far? I sound like Pinhead for some reason. 37 years. Holy I'm shit. big baby. You look great, baby. Oh. In, in a sexual way. Yes, yes. Zeke, what's the fuck a baby? I do not want to fuck a baby. Oh, Zeke. Oh, wait. It sounds like you're understanding me
1: today. I'm looking at your lips move as much as I possibly can, baby.
0: Let me hide them then. Around your backside. (laughs) I'm gonna eat. (laughs)
1: Oh, I'm getting my ass eaten. I thought you were going to try adrenochrome me, but I'm
0: not a kid. I'm not sharing. I have to live forever, and I don't like your face, by the way. It's fucking scary. Okay, this was the time I did
1: not understand a word that came out of your mouth. Uh, Much like Jackie Chan and Chris Rock.
0: You just
1: knock the out. Oh, Zeke the Plumber's getting very sweaty inside of his face.
0: What I said was... Yes. Stir I, it out for me real slow. I don't like your face. Oh, why not? Because it's ugly. Oh, <laughs> you are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's why. Let's out. drop
1: the charade. Terrifying! <laughs> Ow, this mask on my face hurts. It has crushed my forehead and makes me feel weird. Oh, I should probably take off. Oh, hey, guess what's playing? Because I never stopped the uh, music playing, and the, I just turned it down. The movie. You want to hear? You want? You want a little sneak peek? This was not going to be the podcast. It is now. Happy Halloween! We release this episode of Halloween. I'm a goddamn
2: mess. Uh, me too. I actually feel kind of shitty. So let's let's power through this with the the spirit of Halloween. <laughs>
1: happy Halloween, everyone! Let's,
2: uh, yes, Happy Halloween to you all. I hope that you all eat worms and that you. Um, celebrate the darkness with your children, and I mean the band.
1: That's what I figured.
2: Because it's important to believe in a thing called love. It is. With the people Just
1: around you.
2: This is the first episode since the concert. This is the first episode. We went to the darkness with Travis. By the way, welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I am Michelle.
1: I am Sam.
2: And uh, you are Sam. Do you remember that Same movie? I am. No. I am Sam. No. With Sean Penn and he played a mentally handicapped guy. <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> anyway, um oh my god. What's your brain? I just have Did your brain just die on you? That's uh, that's been a problem lately. Michelle's got fog brain. I am so fog-brained out of existence at this point. Like I'm just not functioning uh normal ability i'm sometimes saying the opposite of what i mean (laughs) i'm just i don't know i just uh i get lost in the middle of sentences way worse than i ever have if you thought i was bad before uh it's it's really irritating because you know most people have the thing like oh i walked into a room i forgot what i was doing yes and then it can just like come to you um to me it feels like i mentally blacked out and it takes me a little while to get it back and uh, i don't i don't enjoy it i'm currently on three medications that are uh
1: brain altering
2: adjusting my the way that my brain works and it's definitely it's not always great and then i also uh went to an ent who did a cat scan of my sinuses and i have chronic sinusitis so that's fun there's a cyst up there there's a constant
1: infection in your head
2: i'm just always a problem yeah so apparently my head and face have just been infected for so long that uh it's probably having a much bigger effect on how i exist than i realize so
1: it would make sense a bunch of fucking goop hanging out in your head all the time that never gets healed meanwhile i feel great um everything's working smooth brain's going good
0: Well
2: that's usually the case though You don't usually have many struggles And then when I go to a doctor for the first time I'm Embarrassed By all of the how many surgeries have you had Okay let's go through your list Of medication oh you also have Sleep apnea and you use a CPAP Cool um let's see
1: Suicidal thoughts
2: (laughs) It's just ridiculous and then I go and I'm Diagnosed technically with three different things and that's not even done. I'm not done with tests. I'm not done with appointments. I have uh, big bills right now.
1: Does that lead into, should we just do the announcement now? I feel like we've set up a bed. I, I think it's fair. I uh, think it's fair, too. Especially if you don't want to listen all the way to the end of the podcast to find out the big announcement. Yeah, we are. We're done. We're saying, fuck it. Fuck all of you.
2: <laughs> so we've, ah! we have done this for five years. Yes and uh we've never taken any sort of a break we except for the one time that we had covid and we couldn't physically record we have done this we've we've done this for a bit and uh we're not quitting we're
1: not quitting
2: we are however so far (laughs) going to take a, a little break yes uh and really this stemmed mostly from how bad I felt on the last medication, the more that I was taking that medicine and that it was building up my sis syst- in my system, the worse that I felt. Yes. Michelle's
1: was... Michelle's Caesar medicine has changed. She got s- shit switched.
2: And I'm now in the f- starting this week, I'm starting taking the full amount and I didn't know where I was going to be. And we had some guest episodes planned and I was really nervous about potentially being like sick and having these obligations with people coming into town and me feeling like and it wasn't just the jeffries um it was back-to-back guests weekends and i was like this
1: and even if it's not Yes, just doing this in general, having to listen to the album, having to sit in here and do this. And when,
2: when you're just in like a foggy, bad state and you're just not yourself. Now, granted, I'm much better than I was. Sure.
1: Yes, much better.
2: But mentally, I am, I would say worse Okay. than I was on the last medication. Foggier,
1: but you feel less nauseous and like shitty, but you're just foggier, right? Yeah. That's the way I've picked up your complaints. Hey, thanks for throwing that dog t- toy onto my penis, Clem. Thank you. Uh,
2: happy Halloween! Yay.
1: It's terrifying.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, I just didn't want to feel bad and not give people what they deserved because I feel like that that definitely happened with Travis. Um, even though I feel That's like a
1: fun episode.
2: No, I pushed through, but you I'm did. saying like leading up to it, I definitely when you don't feel well, you look at things worse. Absolutely. And it's just harder to be positive about that when you're not positive in general and you're beating yourself up for just being a person and feeling normal things <laughs> so <clears throat> just something i seem to struggle with a lot and i just thought that it would be good which i was in the middle of feeling awful when we made this decision and then the, next, then the next day sam asked if i uh if i just kind of did that in the heat of the moment or if i really wanted to take a break and i said that i did want to take a break because i think it would just be good to maybe reset i still enjoy doing this i think yeah, it's, fun. it's not
1: stopping we're just Take a, a wee bit of a break and it's not even going to be that crazy long of a break
2: maybe a month we'll definitely be back before the end or, of the year yeah so we'll see what happens you'll see us before 2024 absolutely and i made sure to turn this jan terry picture facing me directly so <laughs> i can see jan terry in my future that's <laughs> for sure and it is future. uh halloween so i hope you're all getting down goblin out there absolutely you're all,
1: uh... <laughs> that's me doing thunder noises oh scary chain noises
0: and,
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, wow. We're here, we're going to do a fun episode Before <laughs> we go out Because it was decided uh, To do this and then We knew Travis was coming into town And we didn't, you know, want to jeopardize Anything with that because we're coming in for a show And we just, you know, we don't want to like Kill the, the mood or the moment And we just wanted to follow through with that But God damn it, I could not end This podcast And go on, into a break on some get him to the greek bullshit soundtrack (laughs) so i was like sam please come up with something
1: and we're not gonna not put out a fucking halloween episode
2: yeah so i I, it was just kind of like will you pick something to be the last thing it ends up it's gonna be the halloween episode this is out a day early whether you notice it or not
1: and uh yeah we thought it was fitting now if halloween's out on a friday you're not gonna get it out on a friday but if it's out on tuesday and we normally put it on a wednesday We'll give it to you on Halloween. That's fair enough. Yeah, I think it's very fair. Plus, it's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Like, take a break. So, yeah. just so you know,
2: <laughs> uh, we will not be doing a what's next after this because it'll be a little bit. And uh, But it'll be fun to come back, I think, feeling a little bit refreshed after having a break.
1: Or figuring out that we don't want to do it. <laughs> or that. That's definitely... I mean... I don't think that's the case because I've, I've, I've already felt... Not like gloomy about it, but I have been like, I hate I hate missing stuff, but I do think it's important to take breaks on stuff because any time I've ever quit something, it was probably that I just needed a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just step back for it for from it for a little bit. And who knows, maybe we can rethink stuff, we can decide stuff, we can officially Maybe figure out what this podcast will be in the future.
2: <laughs> yeah, Sam doesn't Probably like the, the fact same. that we can't make money off of it. It's not
1: that, that make money. It's that we can I sued. feel like eventually I'm going to get this big letter that an entire archive of years just has to be taken down. And then I will just have this collect- collection of our own. And I'll send people messages. Do you want my podcast on CD? <laughs> Yeah, but don't they really do that
2: just if you are uh, making money off of it? We're not making any money off of anyone
1: else. Uh, We're
2: not making money off of ourselves. Currently,
1: yes, but what's the future hold? That's what I say. Yeah. That's what it is. Ow! This dog is wound. And honestly, every time I start thinking about, like, I'd like to add video or something like that, then I watch podcasts with video on it and stuff that people aren't, like, clever. And I'm like, am I that guy? I don't think I want to be that guy. (laughs) And
2: it's... And not to be shitty to the ones who have been loyal fans, we appreciate you tremendously, but it just hasn't proven worth it to go through and do all of that. And... I mean it's not increasing our listenership it so. would be
1: worth it if I had the setup that I want but our living situation does not allow this
2: kind of setup it would take so much and who even knows if the payoff would be worth it in the end so maybe uh, also with my attitude maybe it would be good to just take a break and then like I said <laughs> come back refreshed and see cause I, sh- I, I just care too much about what people think and I let things I get me down fuck
1: what any of you think about you can all stop listening right now and go fuck yourself that's how you keep fans, Michelle. That's how you get them in. <laughs> we are very different with the way that our brains work. I care way too
2: much about things, and I'm I'm just an overthinker, and I'm emotional. And you're emotionless. You don't think about anything. I want people to be repelled. <laughs> we've even talked about the fact that you will wake up in the morning, and you're just like, Buh. And I wake up, and I'm just like, a song pops into my head and i start thinking about something that happened like the day before and then there's another intrusive thought and another fucking intrusive thought and it's it's absolutely shit and i have to be like stop thinking about stuff
1: all i'm thinking about is i should kill myself i can so i can just keep sleeping i just want to keep sleeping (laughs) some of our thoughts are similar (laughs) i'm suicidal right in the morning and have been for years all right let's get into what we're let's talk about what we're here for what's she doing She's
2: licking that spot. She's going to get a spot on her leg
1: again. No. I'm going to break your nose off. All right, everybody. sweet,
2: beautiful Uh, fucking bitch.
1: uh, You've already figured it out from looking at the title track here. We are doing a movie. Classic Halloween shit. Uh, And we chose a movie from a character that we've already covered once. We've done... Ernest saves Christmas before These
0: steps might as well be Mount Everest.
1: Finally, it's been used legitimately. <laughs> Holy shit, it's a landmark time. Uh, it only took the, all this time. We're doing 1991's Ernest Scared Stupid, released by Touchstone Pictures, baby. Do 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 do. That's me trying to do the Ernest theme. Uh, we,
2: we heard it already. Um, when did this come out?
1: 10, 11, 1991. So October uh, 11th, which was smart to put it out. 1981 Sorry, is the reason? I said 1991, I think. I don't even know. 91 is when it came out in October, which I think is smart because sometimes horror movies and stuff don't release at an appropriate time. But I think the Ernest crew was uh, thinking on this one. But unfortunately, this is the last movie from Touchstone Pictures. And it's like the last of the theatrically... Of all Touchstone Pictures? No, the last of the Ernest-released oh, okay. Touchstone Pictures. The Touchstone Pictures released Ernest Pictures. You know what I'm trying to say. But this is like the one that people say is the beginning of the downfall of Ernest movies. Oh, so Jail was before this. Oh, yeah. Jail was a huge hit. Saves was. Christmas was a fucking huge Saves hit. Saves Christmas was the Ghost biggest. Ghost Camp was a fucking huge hit.
2: I, yeah, I think I saw the top of the like main four. And I think and that
1: that's the main four in my mind. This and those three we just named.
2: But I think that I, it makes sense that Ernest Scared Stupid is the highest grossing. And it makes sense it to me. It is the highest grossing? Yeah, that's what I, I, I saw a list that said really? that. Uh, no, did I say Scared Stupid? I meant Saves Christmas. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, saves yeah. Christmas is the top. Goes to, goes to jail is number two. And then I think Camp was three Bridge, and, and this, this was four. four.
1: Yeah. This is like. This is investors going, oh, I think Ernest has, uh, it's not hitting as hard as it was.
2: I don't really remember much about Ernest Goes to Camp.
1: Oh, I fucking love Ernest Goes to Camp. I don't remember many of the jokes, but I remember I went through an Ernest run probably when I was like 17, and I remember thinking like, these four are all like actual quality kid comedy movies. You know, like you can get into comedy movies and kid movies that like, there's like this like. Level of like quality where you're like, oh my god, you guys aren't even trying. These four, I think they're trying. Now, I've seen like Slam Dunk Ernest and I've seen Ernest Rides Again and Slam dunk Ernest, Ernest Goes to School. <laughs> I've seen those, but I remember them feeling and looking like cheaper and not in a good way because sometimes I like cheaper, but I don't know. So, this might, like this might be a big ass, y'all.
2: Are you able to come up with your top four Ernest movies in in the order from least to most favorite of the main four?
1: (sighs) Yes, I think I can. Can I start from the bottom up? Can I start number four? That's preferable, yes. Okay. Least to most. My least favorite, because it's just the least in my head, is going to go to Ernest Goes to Camp.
2: I know that one the least, so I'd probably agree with you on that. I think
1: I'd have to see it again to give it a true, fair rating. But at this moment in time, Ernest goes to camp, gets slot number four. Slot number three, Ernest saves Christmas. Okay. Slot number two and one are a goddamn fight. I'll give you mine. Uh, Give me my Yeah, go, because I can't decide between two and one.
2: So because I'm least familiar with camp, and I don't remember anything from it that has to be four. Yeah. Unfortunately. I would probably, I would call uh, this, say, this movie number three. I was going to say, I think going to be three for you. For me, Scared Stupid is three. And for me, it's also hard. But for me, it's hard between Saves Christmas and Goes to Jail. But I think I would put Saves Christmas in two. <laughs> okay, okay. And Goes to Jail would be number All one right. for me. So
1: I'm saying Scared Stupid, number two, and Ernest Goes to Jail, number
2: one. Ooh, because it has sexy Ernest in it. It does have sexy
1: <laughs> Ernest. But I think... In the long run, while I love this movie because I grew up with it and I just love Ernest too, I think Ernest Goes to Jail is a better quality movie. And there's more scenes in there that are just burning into my brain, like him chewing on that pen in the fucking courtroom and he's got an ink all over his face, or him being sexy Ernest and you like getting mad when Sexy Ernest is putting the moves on the girl that Ernest likes and you're like, no, that's Ernest's girl. Isn't there more Auntie Nelda in uh, Ernest Goes to Jail as well? <laughs> Auntie Nelda, for some reason, is in a man's jail. <laughs> 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 and the, the boobs are the the big barbell things that they tie to oh, so, inmates' okay, legs. Okay, so let's
2: talk about this because this okay. is something that does take place in this Ernest movie in yeah. Ernest uh-huh. Scared Stupid. Is that when he's going through his characters, the boy Kenny is watching him go through his characters. <laughs> so I'm assuming that when he goes in there, he man makes like a neck brace and stuff for Auntie Nelda. Yes. And then literally just does characters also while in jail because he can't stop being earnest. Yeah. So I, think I was, everybody's like, that's not a lady. That's clearly earnest.
1: I thought you, I thought you were going at the angle of that. He's seeing him do these characters, so he's watching Ernest change in and out of the costume really fast. Well, duh. To just be like, oh, we're the Ottomans! Okay, hold on. This needs drapes in here. Okay,
2: hold on, switch, 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 switch. And where does he keep all the costumes? (laughs) I need answers, Ernesto.
1: And sometimes Auntie Nelda is like a real character and is like a separate person.
2: With a nice big ass.
1: And then sometimes it's just Ernest pretending, trying to get away with shit. Which, by the way, I figured out this time, Ernest is a liar and he's always trying to get away with shit. He's always making excuses. Like when someone asks him to do something, he'll be like, I don't have this kind of license. I just took a cold pill. Well, let's
2: be real. Honesty kind of comes in hand with intelligence. I think <laughs> I think it can because I think that you understand that it makes more sense to be honest than to yeah, that, bullshit and, and then causes less
1: problems and, and then try just get to through. fight
2: your way out of it. Like someone <laughs> yeah. who's intelligent is is going to be like, I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to tell the truth. and I'm going to get through this the easiest way. I, I feel like, and the whole idea of Ernest in this movie is that he specifically was cursed to be stupid. He was the
1: descendant of the Reverend Phineas Whirl, who has. <laughs> been cursed by Trantor for his offspring to be dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. So which begs the question for me, if none of this Trantor stuff had happened in this movie, uh, he wouldn't have been dumb because the guy in charge was his ancestor. Oh, I wasn't even thinking of that, but you're right. Ernest could have been a goddamn physician. I think, I think
2: <laughs> it would have come and I don't, it would have gone in the other way maybe like super smart or at
1: least plateaued
2: (laughs) instead of fucking declining drastically
1: i was was thinking if ernest has a kid is his kid then like really 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 dumb and at what point do we get straight to like cerebral palsy i was gonna say we we can't do down syndrome moral.
0: i think
2: you can not not in 2023 (laughs) (laughs) you can't
1: that's awesome So, I want to talk about the intro to this movie.
2: That has nothing to do with the movie. It has
1: nothing to do with the movie, but I played (laughs) the music at the beginning of the the podcast. You heard the music at the beginning of the podcast. Who knows what it ended up being. Uh, But I love this whole intro that they are like, look, we know what gold we've got. Jim Varney's face can do so many weird things, and he's just a great physical comedian. They're like... Let's just take a bunch of footage of him looking at the camera and making, like, goofy-ass faces and doing that, like, and it fucking works. I love this goddamn intro.
2: I love physical comedians who do it well.
1: Do it well. People with, like, rubber faces. It's just like improv and, like, ventriloquism and all that stuff. There's a fine line between hacky and genius, and if you've crossed that line of genius, it's like, you're very special. And it's like, I know a lot of people think like Jim Carrey's annoying, but for our age, Jim Carrey was like a comedic genius. And like, the physical comedy was above and beyond. And that's like what made me fall in love with like laughing and stuff. So, he's an example of that like fine line of, yeah, if he was just And it's almost commitment is what makes you as hacky. If you're, like, fucking 110% committed to what you're doing, that's when you're like, this guy's fucking awesome. Which is why I think Jim Varney rules, because he's just, like, 110% committed to each character, too. Like, you're bringing up the characters. Each thing, it's like, it's a different voice. Sure, it's graggly and sounds like you've smoked 48 cigarettes before you got to set. But, like... He makes silly faces. He does he it kinda goes
2: big on things. Like if he's and like embarrassed it. or something, it's like ooh and like just <laughs> yeah. it's just real over the top, but not too much, I don't no. think. And I loved him growing up. Well, I don't remember my much. I don't remember like where the exposure came from. I feel like when you are maybe from Middle America, maybe Ernest is a bigger thing for you. I truly have no idea what the exposure Was for him and his reach. I knew that it... I know it was...
1: It was all advertisements.
2: I know it was national, but I know... I feel like he was big around here. But I think if my memory serves correct, because I know nothing about Family Tree and genealogy, but I think that I am distantly somehow related to... Uh, Mr. Jim Varney. The
1: Varnes, aren't you related distantly? Sort of. My grandma
2: was a Hatfield.
1: Hatfield. And I think he's. Isn't that the of avenue? The Hat Meals
2: and Beco- Hat, the McGoys. The, the oh my God. <laughs> this
1: is why we're taking the break, people.
2: <laughs> I, I cannot compute, dude. <laughs>
1: it's really. I'm struggling. I feel like that's the connection that you told me at one point that it was i don't remember
2: i I wouldn't have been able to maybe my sister said something i mean it's basically i don't know enough about that
1: stuff it's it's basically the reason i've stayed with you still to this day that there's some sort of some sort
2: of thin line connecting me to jim i was also at one point related to penny and gary marshall by marriage at one point
1: what happened they get divorced
2: my yeah there was a divorce when you get like a card they're not us but oh. They would get a card So when we would go over <laughs> to their house It'd be Penny Marshall Penny and Gary Marshall it'd card It'd be like a Gary Marshall family card And it was like <laughs> this is insane And then when people are like Give us two truths and a lie Like in an office setting And I'd say like I'm related I'm have distantly related whatever to Penny <laughs> and Gary Marshall Most people are like who is that Oh shit We're in another We're in another time <laughs> We have moved past most people knowing who Gary and Penny Marshall are. Was she
1: Shirley or Laverne? She's Laverne, wasn't she?
2: I think so. I never watched it. I cannot. I watched a little
1: bit of Laverne and Shirley. Just a little bit. Surely. sure. The, the yeah.
2: most I know about Laverne and Shirley is from Wayne's World when they did uh, <laughs>
1: that like, TV <laughs> they, theme they show They redo thing. the intro. <laughs> Haas, and Pfeffer and Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that show just a little bit, but Michael McKeon from Spinal Tap was in that with Lenny and Squee.
2: Oh, that's right. My Lenny and loves the loves tones. Because <laughs> after we watched, after we reviewed Spinal Tap, my dad, I don't know if it just randomly popped up, if it was just coincidental, but he had shared something of Oh, it's Lenny the concert and footage?
1: Because they played shows. It was Lenny and the
2: Squigtones. It was something from the show. I don't know. Yeah, they probably I'm not familiar show. enough with that shit. Mm. So, Ernest.
1: Oh, all right. Uh, yes, but still, this uh, the actual intro. I didn't know this was Missouri. It's actually filmed in Tennessee, but it takes place in Briarsville, Missouri. Phineas, Reverend Phineas Worrell. I love this whole beginning scene. I like the last name, Worrell. I do too. I love this scene where it's like a point of view chase on a kid. It gives me real Evil Dead vibes because they would do that like run through the wood shit. So for me, I was like, oh, this is like already hitting true horror vibes for me. And I wondered if like some of these producers were going for shit like that. Like, hey, we're fans of Evil Dead. Let's do this fun chase scene. Even
2: uh, though it was all, if you really pay attention, it's all very simplistic. Oh, yeah. It's literally like them hanging up this like fake mossy stuff, and Ernest is literally just standing there in a studio and just like...
1: Oh, I'm talking about like, the intro. Of, or not that intro, the uh, the troll chasing of the little girl. That's what I'm... I'm sorry if I didn't make myself clear.
2: I thought we were still talking about
1: the intro. I don't remember a yeah, troll when always, chasing a girl. At the very beginning, there's a girl, she's running there's Oh, you're talking about them.
2: after the intro. You're talking about the very beginning of the, the movie. The intro of the, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the actual that's, acting
1: intro of That's the movie. what threw Sorry. Me. <laughs> Sorry. I love that it's going through the woods and it's doing that like running style and it's not like a steady cam which they probably couldn't afford a steady cam Cool MTV style. All I right. see it as Evil Dead style. And then that girl looks exactly, exactly like, uh, oh my God, I can't remember his name. It's the first time in my life I've never been able to remember this man's name. He played the leprechaun. Warwick Davis? Shh. Yeah, that girl has a real Warwick Davis look. So if you watch this movie, just be like, "Hey, is that Warwick Davis's daughter?" But like, the same height as Warwick Davis? It's weird that Warwick Davis
2: is no longer the go-to dwarf name. It's, and now Peter, it's Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Have yeah. you seen
1: uh, their dwarfs are blaming Peter Dinklage for not being able to get cast as like the roles that they were traditionally being able to get cast because at. He, so now they can't get fucking work.
2: Because he's spoken out against people like
1: Because he made it a big deal that you can't just...
2: You shouldn't shouldn't play
1: like trolls and and
2: elves and things like that. And
1: now, so now they give those roles to like other people and they CG them down to be smaller. So now they're like, well, I lost my fucking job, dude. Just because you didn't want to play an elf doesn't mean I don't want to play a fucking elf. And Peter Dinklage gets a lot of roles. Peter Dinklage is the new Toxic Avenger and I still haven't seen him as the Toxic Avenger.
2: He also does voiceover work for stuff. And let's be real. Peter Dinklage has a nice voice. He has a good deep voice. It wor- it works for like documentaries. Yeah, it works for making other people not have jobs. <laughs> but I've never. I don't know if I've ever really seen him in anything, and I don't know if I've ever really seen Warwick Davis in anything except for Leprechaun: Back to the Hood.
1: <laughs> Back to the hood. Not even in the
0: hood.
2: No, it's the one with Corbin Benson. I don't know what that means it's the white man who owns like the old plantation house and then the dolls or whatever and the like spirits come out of the walls and leprechaun? They... what are you talking about isn't that back that's, to the hood
1: that's uh, tales from the hood tales
2: from the hood I thought it was leprechaun based see <laughs> my brain is not working let's let's really emphasize this I've got a bad
1: brain Ugh. oh sorry Michelle but I love Phineas world I love the way he looks his sideburns are immaculate it's another example of Jim Varney just playing some character that like it feels earnesty because just the way he talks, his voices and his and his face, but it makes you feel like this man is like very respected in the town, and the world name at one point was like very highly respected, which changes, which changes.
2: So earnest movies don't usually get big names in them. Nope, because it's all lower budget stuff. But I was, I'm interested to know. Not saying that you would know the, this information, but how he got Eartha Kitt in this movie?
1: Uh, well, I'm gonna take a guess. It's great that she got that they got Eartha Kitt because she's one of the best actors in this movie. This oh, movie is really animated. This movie is filled with people who are not the best actors. Uh, namely the children. Most of the children are awful,
2: and the parents and stuff. Everyone just kind of seems like local people the who actual are acting parents for him. Of the
1: kids are terrible. The only actors in this movie that are like tolerable are fucking Jim Varney, Eartha Kitt. Bobby like Bobby, and the guy who plays uh, the other dude, uh, Tom, Bobby and Tom Tulip, <laughs> the Tulip brothers. They're the only ones in this movie that have like actual acting chops. Maybe the mayor, but iffy. But Eartha Kitt, I'm going to say it's because at this time Eartha Kitt's Was in m- a slump. name, is it, it may maybe working slump? I'm sure she's fine financially.
2: Well, yeah, no, I'm saying like a career slump and she wanted to just do something
1: maybe they just maybe they just wanted Eartha Kitt. Yeah. And like sometimes people make these movies and they go, I got a friend right now, Rob, he's making a movie. He just tried. He just he was like, I had this actress in mind because he's making a horror film. He's like, I had this actress in mind when I wrote it. I never imagined her actually being in it. I took a shot and I sent her the script and I sent her our budget. And she fucking said yes. So it could just be a, hey, let's try it. Maybe I wrote this role seeing Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt's amazing in this role, but her character makes no sense to me. And may I explain why? Go on. So, in this movie, at the beginning, you know, Ernest, Reverend Whirl. He's a trash man. uh, Oh, sorry. Reverend Whirl, he, he banishes Trantor the Troll to be trapped under this oak tree. I'm just laying out the basic line of this so people know when we're talking. If you haven't seen this. He's trapped this troll under the tree and he can only be released by a world many years later. Now, this troll likes to steal children and make them into little wooden dolls. Arthur Kitt's character is one of the siblings of this original run of the kids in this old time that were stolen and made into wood. Now, time goes by and the curses, you know, that Trantor puts on the, the world family, like we said, is that his offspring will get dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. And dumber. They make this seem like it is generations and generations and generations. How old is Eartha Kitt? She I've is never thought little, about that, but that's true. She's a little girl when the Trantor stuff happens. They make it feel like it's like 150 years. So that really of should, time. just
2: should have been like his grandpa. Yes,
1: exactly. Phineas should be his grandpa. Well,
2: maybe that's never. Has that ever really said who he or was it like great? great something like did they ever maybe establish maybe what it was supposed to be because whatever it is it doesn't make sense eartha kit is i mean
1: so eartha kit maybe because they kind of give her a vibe that she's like practicing like some sort of witchcraft or voodoo they never say that explicitly but she's got like all sorts of like magic books sitting around
2: and how is she the one who obtains the land and owns where trantor
1: is buried under this tree I don't know. Maybe she, it was her life goal and she knew she was the only one who has to like take care of this land. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the town at that time who all knew about Trantor and were all in on it because they helped capture the troll, they were like, yes, your family will make sure this is all taken care of
2: okay so then i have this if it was so important and it was such a big deal why does the town act like it's only lore and never happened
1: shouldn't there be because it wasn't his grandpa it was 200
2: or something fucking years but shouldn't there at least like couldn't someone have built a fucking fence around this tree or something (laughs) like anything to be like this tree you should probably
1: stay away from it at this point, they could dig a hole straight down the side of the tree that he was buried under. And as long as a whirl doesn't touch the tree and call forth Trantor, we can dig a hole and see a window and we can look at the fucking troll. All
2: right. Next topic of discussion. What kept Trantor alive? Was he eating
1: dirt? I think he gets fed by the nutrients of the tree.
2: But the tree also grows From him, so does it? The tree drink his piss and shit, and then (laughs) that's
1: (laughs) why it looks so gnarly and like weird and like has these like hand kind of branches coming off of it. So
2: it like lives off him, and he lives off it.
1: I guess is a troll traditionally like a tree? I saw when they pull out a troll book later, it says uh, trolls and other tree demons or something like that.
2: I don't know because I thought that their primary hangout was under a bridge so what do I know that's what I thought hang out with the red hot chili peppers
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: hang out with Anthony Keaton is doing smack under a bridge (laughs) yeah smacking fleas teeth out so I always saw yeah trolls and bridges (laughs) (laughs) that one middle tooth is just gone uh there's not supposed to be one in the middle. His gap is so big; it looks uh, like it's supposed it to be a tooth like right a there. A tooth is missing. That's why I said that. <laughs> uh, and he's like, yeah, he looks like he's got a meth mouth, but he doesn't. He's just got an extreme gap. Uh, what was I gonna fucking say? Oh, yes. Traditionally, trolls were supposed to be under bridges, but lately, I've been seeing like troll movies where they're trying to make them like
2: more land monsters tra- than water yeah. monsters. And
1: they're, like, and they're like part of the land. Like sometimes they're like. This this mountain's moving, and then all of a sudden, they like the troll stands up, and it's like part of his shoulder.
2: Well, they are notoriously though forest creatures, yes, because they've got to make the cookies inside the tree. So, <laughs> if if he was also under the tree, is there is that like a shout out to Keebler Elves? It
1: might be because there was a shout out to Keebler Elves in this movie. <laughs> there was a shout out, <laughs> which made me fucking laugh very hard
2: know we were talking about uh how trolls survive that 's true
1: i I truly think that it's just he just survives i don 't think trantor i don't think a troll dies you
2: think that they just survive on like, evil alone and yes. until something as simple
1: as Unless, a, a
2: cow could kill <laughs>
1: yeah. could kill a troll yeah, a cow could have grazed on that land and uh, spilled its utter milk into the land and it dripped on trantor 's forehead and he would have been done. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I think it is exactly how it works. But let's move on. I'm just setting up the Trantor stuff. Trantor is the name of the troll. He's trapped under a tree. Now we meet Ernest. I'm just going down the list of characters here. I'm not trying to explain the movie. but we. Well, meet I have some Ernest. notes too. So okay. I can
2: throw some things out cool. when we talk about people.
1: Uh, Ernest. We meet Ernest. Now we've met Ernest before. I already loved Ernest. I don't remember when I actually saw this movie. So when you ask me that stuff, I don't remember the order of how I saw all this stuff. This movie just been around as long as I can remember.
2: I personally wasn't very familiar with this movie before you. Oh, okay. For me, it was mostly just jail and Christmas,
1: and those are the ones that are like feel like actual movie movies. You know, sometimes like just the quality of film makes a movie better, just automatically. The mm-hmm. Script to be damned. It's just a certain script quality be of damned. The film. This movie looks like it was filmed on cheaper cameras, than saves Christmas, camp, and uh, goes to jail. This looks like it was just... A low budget. low more. Yeah. We'll let you do this. And it was a supposed to be... A, uh, it was a supposed to be... Yeah, I was going to say, God, what? Jesus Christ, I'm a fucking four-year-old. It was supposed to be like a haunted house story. Like, Ernest was going to inherit a haunted house from one of his relatives, and it was just going to be like, ghost and spooky stuff. But I'm glad they did this troll thing, because there's not many troll things out there. I think it helps dig Ernest into the pantheon of horror movies if it's a troll movie. But meeting Ernest... So many Ernest movies, you meet Ernest or you see a part of Ernest where he loves building contraptions... And making things work for himself. Like, an Ernest goes to jail, he's got a thing that makes breakfast for him and, like, does all of his laundry.
2: What a dream.
1: Oh, it's fucking great. Like, you wake up and you hit your alarm clock and a hand knocks over a plunger, which makes a bowling ball go down a track, which hits the toaster and makes bread go into it. I love all that kind of shit. If
2: I woke up to fried eggs toast and bacon just waiting for me yeah then i'd have a beautiful morning most mornings that a
1: rolling bowling ball pretty much made
2: (laughs) thankfully you're already up by the time that shit starts because that would not be a quiet (laughs) breakfast time
1: uh so I love that they did it on this. Do you this. think it
2: does, it cleans up too? Because in this movie, he has, he does exactly. sanitation yeah, stuff and he has, has machines guy. clean stuff. So he definitely <laughs>
1: wasn't cleaning any dishes or anything either. I was thinking, the, he's the thinker. best fucking sanitation guy ever.
2: How is he so smart and so dumb at the same time? It's right? a regular Joe Biden. <laughs> if you're a conservative.
1: I'd much rather have uh, Jim Varney still alive than Joe Biden still alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think he'd do better for for me personally if Jim Varney were still around.
2: I'm Just like hanging out with you, carrying your stuff for you?
1: Oh, like, hey, Sam. I'd carry Jim's stuff. I'd be like, you need another cigarette, sir? I'd hold his balls. I'd hold his dick in my mouth. <laughs> well,
2: I'm glad we've established this. <laughs>
1: Because we are family. But best sanitation guy ever. Not only does he pick up your trash, but he cleans your fucking trash can for you with like a mop and water and stuff it's amazing this man goes above and beyond and like you said but he's so smart and so dumb at the same time he hooks all that up electronically he's wiring all this shit he's got a remote control to make all this shit happen
2: let's talk about how much conservation isn't a thing with Ernest, though what do you mean so much soap so much water shit just sloshing all over the place it's so much more than it would need to be that's true there's so much waste (laughs) taking place
1: But your goddamn trash can is gonna be clean as
2: fuck. How 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 is he a doddering idiot and an evil genius mastermind? Because everyone hates him and disrespects him. Nobody thinks that he's like a person worth talking to. They just think that he, the parents are like, stay away from Ernest to the kids. And like, what is it in this a, movie for sure? And like, what is it about Ernest that just seems so bad to everybody? Uh, Other than is it just that he's dumb?
1: I think so. Now I'm looking at this with my eyes right now. I'd also be concerned about the local sanitation guy who doesn't have a wife or children that just wants to hang out with the children all the time. It weirded me out as well. Yeah, so
2: <laughs> there are definitely different standards now versus then, and the fact that all—and not even that—all the kids want to hang out with Ernest. They're they like, "Ernest." I mean, except for when they're hanging out with each other. Ernest is their best friend.
1: Absolutely.
2: And that is problematic.
1: And just those three because there's those Murdoch kids that are fucking bullies and they're like stupid fucking Ernest. (laughs) But I think that's because the mayor is probably always talking shit about Ernest, which I do not like.
2: So I do want to make an, a, a comment about, uh, when he is told by his boss, since he works for the sanitation department, that he has to go to Eartha kids house, old lady Hackmore's house uh, to clean up her property because she has a lot of junk. She's a hoarder,
1: but she's not when she actually get there.
2: Well, so this is what I have a problem with. Okay, old lady Hackmore lives in the woods. She lives in the forest. Um, Ernest shows up, and there are many fires everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's just, fucking dangerous. Just random
1: oil fires. going. On.
2: Yeah. So if then she doesn't cleaned up, she's gonna she's gonna take the tree out and release Trantor herself. Oh wait. Would that have worked?
1: Or does the tree has to stay in there to hold the troll in? Hmm. What do you mean? Like, What came first, the chicken or the egg? I was like, can we just burn the tree down? And then no world can ever like touch the tree and call forth Trantor?
2: No, because there's one way that kills Trantor, and we find that out later, which uh, we talked about it briefly already, but there's only one way, so I don't think fire would do it. Two ways. I don't think stabbing him through the heart no would do it i don't think uh butt fucking him to death in the mouth until he couldn't breathe
1: i don't think things would even hurt him like that because like later he's bending like steel with his bare hands like if you stab him with a knife is it just gonna go like bling bend like in a cartoon (laughs) go 90 degrees on you and he's just like
2: (laughs) at least it doesn't go
1: 98 degrees at 98 Degrees, dude. It's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> Who was in 98? There's, there's a guy. He's Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey. That's the name I'm looking Cincinnati
2: for. Cincinnati
1: boy. He was a Cincinnati boy?
2: Yes. He Is and he his still brother. still a Cincinnati boy? No, he sold his property, I Wait. believe, or recently put it on sale. Who's his brother? Um, He's also in the group.
1: He was in 98 Degrees? hmm
2: Holy Nick shit. Nick Lachey and...
1: Uh, neglice <laughs> <laughs> that was a genuine good joke Even, got it
2: god I'm I'm glad we're still at least able to have fun <laughs> I would say that the 3 ibuprofen and caffeine pill I took before doing this might have actually <laughs> kicked in a little bit I too I know about this um, but I still just ugh, gross but I, I'm still dead headed and sour Uh
1: I'm going to talk about Eartha Kitt's property still because I don't think it's trash, but I do want to pull this in really quick. When Ernest is getting caught in that trash machine, the trash truck, and he does all those bits and like takes that baby's head and he's like, no, Ernest, don't put my head into those gears. <laughs> that shit's hysterical every time. And then he's like, man, it's me or you. <laughs> he puts the head in the fucking gears and he's like no Ernest, i know where you live (laughs)
2: although that's a really good part and it makes me laugh my favorite part when he's in the trash compactor getting compacted (laughs) is when he takes that uh what would you call it the muffler muffler? (laughs) okay i didn't know if the whole thing was considered the muffler i didn't know if it's just the little like uh
1: I, I get what you're saying. The little canister Can, part of it. Yeah, yeah. okay. It, it'll work. The muffler. The exhaust system. He's got an exhaust system Correct. in his hand.
2: He holds it. Yeah. Uh, hold on to your lug nuts. It's time for an overhaul sort of situation. <laughs> That's what that is. Um, he holds it from to try to keep the sides from closing in and you see some real nice veins popping out of his arms and he's all sweaty (laughs) and i'm telling you farney could be a
1: good looking man he wasn't
2: a bad looking guy he wasn't conventionally great looking but that's my thing though it turns out
1: i think he's one of those dudes like you can catch him in certain lights and you're like oh hey there and like certain angles and then when he like talks to you and he's charming as fuck you're gonna be like Oh, I'm just melting in your arms now, Mr. Varney. The only thing that stopped me from sucking that D is that 14th cigarette you've had in the past hour. (laughs) It's it's
2: not the deceased part. It's the cigarette part.
1: Oh, I meant when he was alive. Oh, I'd suck his dead dick now. No problem.
2: (laughs) Dude, family are not same.
1: (laughs) Ah! (laughs) That's too far removed. (laughs) I'm glad you brought up the exhaust system part where he's trying to stop the things from crushing him because I think that scene is a homage to Star Wars. You remember in Star Wars when they're stuck in that uh, bottom thing and and he like holds up a thing that looks kind of exhausty to Mm -hmm. stop it from crushing him? I think it's a little homage to Star Wars and I never thought of it until I watched it this last time. It sounds like they needed Jim Varney's arms to make that uh,
2: really work. (laughs) But since they didn't have it, it just didn't work for me. Uh,
1: Who would you rather hang out with? Jim Varney or Harrison Ford? They're both alive that, and in their prime.
2: Uh, honestly, I think Jim Varney would be nice, but I think that Harrison Ford would be more fun. We could smoke weed. Yeah, that's
1: what I was gonna say. He has a really dry <laughs> sense of humor. Yeah. I
2: think that, and he's he's seen as a dick, and so am I. <laughs> and I think that maybe we would either hate each other or we would really get along. <laughs> so yeah, I think Harrison Ford I think would so win so that too. For as me. I was
1: saying, I was like, ah, Harrison Ford brings up. A pot of pot. So <laughs> he wins. Yeah. Uh, but Eartha Kit's trash. I, it's all art. Eartha Kit is like a metal artist in this. She's got like. Cut out like ghosts and goblins that are out in there. Yes
2: and no, because I believe that when the treehouse was made, that they stole Eartha Kit's trash. I'm sorry, Old Lady Hackmore's trash to build that. Because is that where they got it from? That's what I would think, because it's technically on that's her property. So where else would smart. they have gotten that stuff? That from? That is so
1: fucking smart. And when they
2: build that treehouse, unless they got it from Ernest, because he's a trash guy. He's got
1: a bunch. Of, oh, he does say he's like I've had this stuff laying around for years. He okay, did say that. So it he was did him. Say that.
2: Uh, anyway, so the. So that's not very smart at all. That's actually really stupid.
1: (laughs) But what is smart? So it's got these three kids. I don't remember what their fucking names are Elizabeth, Kenny, Kenny. and Joey. They're the three main Mm -hmm. kids. And they've got the Murdoch boys who are their bullies. Joey's got some big fucking chompers in the front. I feel more, uh, kids, poor kids. I know kids until are all they, disproportionate and weird looking. Until they grow
2: into their faces, I they, know. Uh, So many kids have buck teeth, and it's. I had buck teeth. Yeah, not, I still do. <laughs> not big, but I did have you know longer two front teeth, and it, it can be cute.
1: But none of them are very good actors. I'm pretty sure out of the three kids, who do you think was the best uh, actor? Mine is Elizabeth. I think she was. The best and in, in the moment, she was probably the most believable. Yeah. yeah, and I think I've seen her in an "Are You Afraid of the Dark" episode. Because sometimes those kids were used Playing a, a ghost. Lot.
2: Because, my God, that Andrea White-looking
1: girl. <laughs> you just pulled out a, a girl's name we went to school with that nobody knows. But it, we're, I'm, gonna not, I'm not going to take that name out because her name was Andrea White. And she was a very white girl she with, was, like, white hair. She was almost albino, but, <laughs> but not. But Yeah, yeah. So, she looked a lot like Johnny Winter, but wasn't albino. <laughs> but, God, I wonder
2: if she's ever done Johnny Winter for Halloween.
1: She should. I wonder how she is nowadays. like... I haven't seen her in many, many, many years. She
2: always had... She, I always felt like I was talking to a, like an old, older lady. Yep. And she always was like really dry and really just not like anybody else. I agreed. And I, I didn't hate her, but everyone thought she was weird. And she was weird. She but, was
1: weird, which is probably why I didn't hate her. <laughs> um, did she hang out with my group of like Lindsay Kelts? And, yes, and Bobby. Okay, I thought so. I thought so. And Leslie,
2: who loves yeah. this movie.
1: Oh, I think this area really lends to Ernest. I'm
2: telling you, I think it has something to do with being Midwest, that there's something that we saw Ernest a lot more. Because a lot of people around here, you'll ask them, and they love Ernest.
1: Absolutely. And I know that he was like a national ad guy and did a lot of like milk commercials and like other commercials for a bunch of people. But for some reason, to me... Ernest is Midwest. Now, maybe if I lived somewhere else, maybe it is a fucking big Ernest culture over there. I don't know, but it's it's always felt very homely, especially because I know he's a Kentucky boy. Mm -hmm. So it's just... Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky, if you're from, at least as a guy from Indiana, if I hear Ohio, Indiana, or Kentucky, I'm like, hey, home, (laughs) even though I don't live in two of those states.
2: We're also Southern Indiana. We are about 45 minutes from both Cincinnati and Kentucky. Yeah. So, we are very close to all of that. We are right in the tri-state area, as they call it.
1: And with the town we live in, if you want to do anything cool, you got to go to one of those. So
2: (laughs) Those are Indianapolis, which is a little bit further away. Mm
1: -hmm. But... Okay, we're going to take a break sooner than later, but I kind of want to set this up. So you brought up the treehouse. Now, these kids have their bullies, the Murdochs. They Matt built and their own little... They, exactly. Tree, they, like little, uh, what would you call it? They playhouse. built their own haunted house. Like playhouse. They, it was a playhouse, but it was their haunted house. They were going to do a like haunted house thing while Halloween was going on. Yeah. Now, they were going to charge people. They walk in and they show the outer thing. This thing is a real piece of shit. Like from the beginning, it's like made out of cardboard. If there's any drizzle, this thing is fucking done. Yeah, but what do these kids have? That's true. And then the Murdochs destroy it, and I think it's fucking hilarious. And I bet those kids had a blast knocking that over in real life.
2: You think that's hilarious? You think those fucking bullies coming and tearing down their hard work is funny?
1: Uh, from a movie context, yes, it's fucking hilarious.
2: <laughs> I am, again, we do not think the same. Our brains are different.
1: Uh, I'm thinking of it not as a If it was in real life I'd be like Those boys were mean But in this movie When that thing was such a piece of shit And they were so proud of it I was like Yeah Tear it down Right now (laughs)
2: Yeah And then Here comes uh, Crazy Michelle Who sees this happening And thinks We're in a small town In the middle of nowhere Who the fuck cares If you're the mayor's kids Or whatever the fuck you are Uh, I'm in my big old fucking truck And (laughs) I'm about to be cleaning Kid guts out of the front (laughs)
1: It would be infuriating. But I'm bringing that up because they then build the treehouse later because they want to have their own fort and be able to get away from the Murdochs. And Ernest explains to them through many characters that they've got to have the high ground to avoid the Ottomans. Uh, By the way, during that scene is the famous two famous things in my family. One is he's jacking up the truck. Right. And he's got that scary ass, dangerous fucking jack that they've gotten rid of and is illegal. That You just jack up from something on the front, Mm -hmm. and it bends, and it shoots, and it breaks the glass, the back glass of a car. Now, if you watch it... Which is the Murdoch dad. It's the Murdoch dad, and you barely have to pay attention. You can tell that they had to squib it or they had to set it to make sure the glass broke. They're setting an electrical charge or whatever to make sure it broke. They're not going to rely on the jack to hit it and break. It breaks... Almost a full second before the jack hits it, and me and my family, or my family and I, Thank have been you. laughing about that for years. I cannot remember a time not knowing about that. That might be like the first like screw up in a movie I remember clinging on to. But most importantly, the joke that I've been saying for years and years and years: there are no trees in Botswana. I know it because I am a Botswanian lumberjack, and I've never had a job. Now he says it much better than I did, but. Jesus Christ, that joke has been around in my... I don't know a time that I haven't been saying that. And I've got friends who fucking say that. And that's like what we... <laughs> we became friends over. Adam Cutter and I became friends over Ernest. <laughs> that's the way I see it. Before we get a break,
2: Yo. since those bullies do come back, Yo. and they got all set up and ready uh to go to war with the murdoch boys yeah
1: they make the tree house like have all these weapons and shit
2: yes and but they,
1: they make the tree house in the tree for trantor but
2: it so but the, what they fight with is food yeah they fight with cat food and they fight with pizzas and it's gross and um speak for yourself i wish someone would throw pizzas at me
1: <laughs> those pizzas you notice when the cheese hits them it's like Really fucking gross looking. Yeah, it's like it's like really watery, so it'll splash. Oh, it's nasty. You've seen Child's Play two, not Child's Play. Uh, Wouldn't
2: you rather have someone throw pizzas at you than like knives?
1: Oh yeah, I mean real pizza. Yeah, I would love to have a real. When, no, when it, because cause if it's it just... hot and it hits me, I'm gonna be like. Third degree burned on my face.
2: Well, But it would be funny to just also catch it in the air and take a big bite and say, fuck you. Yeah, I caught that pizza, bitch. Yeah, why don't you sling another pizza my way, you asshole? Uh,
1: What's that fuck? Problem Child 2. Have you seen it? Please. Do you remember the scene? I've seen all your work. Do you remember? (laughs) (laughs) That scene where they have the food fight in the Italian restaurant and it's like pizza and spaghetti. It is so fucking gross. Well, like that's the, like slimy looking, it's like, and I think it's the same shit that's in this movie, man. When wow. it hits them. but I know for a fact that those pizzas that they slung at him—they're fake pizzas with shit put on top of them so that they have sauce to fly on them. Those pizzas are from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part Two: Secret of the Ooze, reusing props. Did you say they? Secret of the Ooze? Yes.
2: I don't like that title.
1: <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> so they've made a tree house on the tree that is not supposed to be having anything on her. Eartha Kitt's very mad. We'll leave it at that. We can well, she doesn't know yet. That. She can
2: just tell that something's up when Ernest comes and, you know, makes things happen. She can,
1: like, feel the spirits. Yeah. That's why I think she's in black magic. It might be why she's extended her life.
2: Well, <laughs> and everyone thinks she's just, like, the crazy a kooky kook? lady.
1: Yeah, yeah. But we'll take a break now, and we can kind of finish out this movie. It's probably to not too much to l- talk about. Oh, left. I still have multiple oh, do notes. I just have character names. But all right, we're going to take a break here. <clears throat> this one's for my wife. Oh, please, this is for
2: all of us. <laughs> this is for absolutely every one of us. Let's all hold hands. <laughs> Like in the Coca-Cola commercial. I'm holding a severed hand right now, like you asked. I'm holding the picture of Jan Terry to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot this intro was fantastic. Fucking thirty seconds long. It's fine. <laughs> we'll be back from break soon. <laughs> Knocking on my door. Who's there knocking
0: on my door? Quote the waving, never more. Who's there knocking on my door? Quote the waving, never more. It's Dracula, let him in. Now the fun will begin. It's what Oh, my God! What just happened? Oh, oh my Baby, God! Baby, Jesus! Oh, my God! <laughs> <fuck? laughs>
1: Now it sounds really low. (laughs) I mean, baby's natural talking voice. I'm
0: struggling.
1: Oh, baby, you're struggling. Have you had too much to drink? No,
0: no, no. (laughs) <laughs>
2: no i'm not working no
0: no the baby died <laughs> the baby died
1: the baby died well that was just, that was thrilling <laughs> it's a thriller halloween night welcome back everyone i thought it'd be more fun to just come back in with jan terry because i know it's a good time it is for <laughs> me my
2: it's funny because my dad was just like no one likes jan terry <laughs> and it's like listen here I almost said motherfucker. Ah,
1: ah, Listen here, motherfucker.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Listen here, you piece of shit. If you don't like Jan Terry, you are the
1: problem. (laughs) (laughs) What's that Dave Chappelle thing? It's like, people make fun of black people because they like chicken and watermelon. Listen, if you don't like chicken and watermelon, something's wrong with you, motherfucker.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't like like watermelon, watermelon, but fried chicken is a gift from not God. Jesus Christ, it's delicious. But it's, it's
1: absolutely delicious It's a
2: gift from man's hard working hands mm. People Ooh. need to give men and uh, more credit Much for, more credit I
1: know, that's what I'm waiting for Just tired of being brought down as a white man In this country
2: uh, no, that's not what I mean. I'm talking about instead of saying thank God for everything. Like when someone gets out of surgery, they're like, oh, thank the Lord. And it's like, no, you should oh. thank the medical professionals who just literally <laughs> yeah. did all of that. Yeah,
1: yeah that shit drives me crazy. Or it drives me crazy when somebody did like they accomplished something and they're like, thank you, God, for giving me the strength. It's like, I think you did that.
2: And I think you should take more credit because yeah.
1: that was all you. Because yeah, because, yeah, that that was all you. I'm telling you, that was all you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I know I'm super confident in something I can't have confidence in, but I still am.
2: I'm confident that I'm a disbeliever. There you go. Like and that's that. all I need to have. be I like confident. That. I don't have confidence in sunshine. I do have confidence in rain. <laughs> I definitely don't have confidence in confidence alone.
1: I wish I knew what this was. I have confidence
2: in sunshine. <laughs> I have confidence in rain. I have confidence in confidence alone. Something, something about me. You see, I have confidence in me. You've never seen Sound of
1: Music. Yeah, I have, but it was very, very young. Very, 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 I very, very young. I have
2: confidence in sunshine.
0: Sure and by the
2: way...
1: <laughs>
0: I want a feast.
2: I want a bean
0: feast.
1: We've done this so many times. It's just so (laughs) It's too fun. Who wants a bean feast? Nobody wants a bean feast. Cream guts and... Cream cream guts. guts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So where do we leave off? Trantor
2: is... Trantor is is almost being summoned out of the ground.
1: So like we've said a million times, the only person that can release Trantor for some reason... Is as a whirl, is the whirl bloodline. And I guess Eartha Kick finds out that like the tree's been fucked with. She
2: can feel that the spirits are uneasy that something is wrong. And she's walking through the woods with multiple times. I I don't know why no one is concerned about the concerning amount of fog that is on the ground in this one section alone. (laughs) In this forest. First of all, the fog's supposed to be up in the sky.
1: It starts from the bottom, baby. Hey, but
2: there's so much on the bottom it's, and it doesn't rise.
1: That's Trantor's farts. They just seep through the ground and they got to get out somehow.
2: Well, much like the sound that Trantor makes when he walks through the woods, Trantor and I also have many things in common.
1: <laughs> uh, so here's the mistake that I would like to pull out in this movie. or the, What could have not been done? So, Eartha Kit finds, or Old Lady Hackmore finds that they fucked with the tree. Ernest has to go talk to her to, like, calm her down, right? And in this meeting, you find out that Eartha Kit has told him about the troll, has told him what will happen, and not only that, has given up the information of exactly how to call forth said troll. As if it's not going to be done. Like, so to... Call forth Trantor, he has to put his on the Halloween night, on a night like that, a world like him has to put his hand on the tree and say, I call ye forth Trantor. She could have not told him that. That would have never happened. Uh, Ernest P. World would have never accidentally put his hand on the tree and been like, I call ye forth
0: Trantor. So
2: this is a part of my argument from before. If it's not a part of the the, the town lore how is it at least not a story that has been passed down through world generations it seems that, like it's
0: kind of
1: important they forget it because they're so dumb <laughs> I guess. or why is it a kit just kill him like did just she, kill the world but she kill the ha- last
2: world <laughs> but she did she have the book the whole time
1: she did but later after when he's got to get like Info on how to take down this troll. She's like, I never wanted to open this book, and now you forced me to. Which goes to my point, Eartha. I think it was your fucking fault. You told him how to fucking call forth Trantor.
2: I don't know why she's also not looking at it when Ernest isn't around and figuring this shit out for herself. She's only just yeah. letting Ernest open yeah. it like it's some possessed book from Hocus Pocus or some she's shit.
1: She's too busy making shitty metal art on the front of her yard that is also a fire hazard and not bathing. <laughs> That bitch is dirty. Oh, you think she's dirty? Yeah, she's dirty. You
2: want to know another gripe that I have, which is a note that I made while watching this movie? (laughs) Yes. I don't like that at one part. Uh, I think Rimshot's bark sounds like a human doing it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rimshot. I can't believe we haven't talked about Rimshot yet. Is Rimshot wishbone?
2: I don't know why you're saying Wishbone. You don't remember Wishbone? I remember that there was a dog that that, of maybe that kind that that there was a show or something called... Was it a show?
1: Yeah, it was a show called Wishbone. It was like kind of uh, educational. It'd be like Wishbone Renaissance and Wishbone would be dressed up like a Renaissance artist or something. And then she's not chewing on her legs. She's chewing on something else.
2: Yeah, but her leg is also drenched. I can see it from this angle. Uh, so she has been.
1: Is but the dog looks exactly like that dog. It is rimshot wishbone. I, Boom. I'm
2: gonna assume not that they're just similar dogs.
1: Uh, do, do, Ernest's third dog, a male Jack Russell Terrier. Ba, 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 ba. I'm loved what kind of, it. of dog was Wishbone? Known as Soccer the Dog in real life, his claim to fame was playing Wishbone in a PBS series. He was a Jack Russell Terrier. He died in 2001.
2: He, Eartha Kitt only lived eight years longer than that dog. Good for Eartha. When, wow, Eartha died in... eight oh8 But she was born in like 29 or some shit. So. Yeah, I looked she's up Eartha Kitt. She's a depression Kit. baby. Yeah,
1: I looked up Eartha Kitt and she's got like those old like like old timey dresses on, like that. Uh, had like the feather. Well, I figure what they call it. there's a name for that when you had like a band on your head and had a feather coming out, and you were like a dancer Whoa. in the 20s. Oh, my oh, um A flapper, a flapper. She has like flapper dresses on if you look her up in mm-hmm. like her early age and stuff. And of course, Earth Kit was fucking uh, Santa baby. She sang Santa
2: baby. Yeah, she. The famous was, one? The early, oh, wow. yeah, one from like the
1: 50s. She was the that. Santa baby singer. Huh. I was going to talk about how she's Catwoman. That's how I knew Eartha Kitt. Like, I knew Catwoman from the early Adam West Batman series. And then I knew Ernest Scared Stupid. And then years after, I figured out, oh, fuck, that's the same lady. I mean, I think Eartha Kitt is the one that, like, falls in love with Batman. There's, like, a scene in that original Batman where Eartha, uh, Catwoman, and. Batman are like start kissing each other and they got a thing. Once you go literally
2: once you go white you marry someone named Dwight. I think that's the is saying. That, is that the saying? Mm-hmm. That's the well, one I've heard. Have you once, heard
1: one before? Once you go nilla it's the only thing that'll fill you. Will that work? Uh-huh. I think so. <laughs> not logistically no i think it works <laughs> thanks you're welcome thanks <laughs> I, got, I got you back <laughs> I, I don't even know where to talk about I, this movie at I, this point. I have
2: multiple things so okay. we we know that this has happened Ernest seems to have understood that it has to be him who has released him to also find a way to kill him and he seems to only be the one who's willing to open the book and figure it out um so th- the great redneck hope
1: <laughs> yeah cause he like gets down on himself but Ernest has I got down such <laughs> <laughs> Ernest has got such an ego that all you gotta do is be like you're the only guy who can do this and she calls him the great redneck hope which I never thought of Ernest as a redneck did you? oh of course look at him listen to him talk look guess, at his mouth I guess so I was I don't like rednecks so I don't want to call Ernest a redneck uh, not
2: all rednecks are bad
1: Am I a redneck?
2: No, you're a red everything. Am I a white
1: trash? Is that what it yes, is? Yes, absolutely. You are a slobby white trash
2: fuck. Um, I want to talk about, much like all these other um, comedians that we've talked about, Trantor is a great impressionist. He is able, oh fuck, to just uh.
0: When I mean,
2: he, you think it's the person talking, and then you turn around, Joey down? and it's like Trantor. I mean, he's got Ernest's voice stored in there sometimes because I thought yep. he could only use the voices of like the kids that he captured, but somehow he at one point he has Ernest as well to get that third that's of the, the first, three friends.
1: That's the yeah, he gets Joey teeth. <clears throat> Joey, he gets Joey first. Mm-hmm. Uh I think it's that Teeth, if he's Joey. <laughs> if it if, if he's heard your voice he's like a parrot ah. or a cockatoo if he's heard your voice I think he can kind of do it because Ernest is the first to see Trantor Trantor is going to go kill him up in that tree when he first releases him after all the kids leave because they get too scared and they don't know Trantor's out yet but
2: And the kids don't know to just throw pizza on the troll I don't understand <laughs>
1: Oh my god, that would have worked! On it it.
2: would have worked! fucking cheese on the pizza. They had the fucking defense system the whole from time. From the very
1: beginning. Wow! Never ever thought about that. This See? is why I love talking about movies. This
2: <laughs> is why, even though I really fall short in a lot of places, sometimes <laughs> I have little strings in there
1: attached. Little, little strings. Yes. That's genius. I love that scene when trantor first comes out and Ernest is being Ernest and he's like,
0: oh gee, I sure hope you're from Keebler. Just just the way
1: he said it, it fucking hits. It sure does. There's certain jokes in here that if it's not Jim Varney saying it the way he says it, it's just flat, but it's the way he says it. It's kind of like Mitch Hedberg. How about me hitting more of these notes? So All
2: not right. only are these parents bad actors, these parents are horrible parents.
1: Oh, yeah. Joey's been missing for how long?
2: And then comes home and the mom's like, so no, actually, let's back up a tiny bit. The bullies... The Murdoch boys have literally scared Kenny, knocked him on the on concrete on his back, and his mom pulls up where these two bullies are like standing over they her run, son. They run, take off. They run and take off, and she's fucking she's pissed like, at him. She's
1: like, "Kenny, what the fuck she, are you now, like, doing? What is
2: going on?" And it's like, "Do you not see that your son is in a fucking compromised
1: position right now?" Yeah. Well, that scene was weird, and I think they may have cut something out, or I don't know because. When it happens, she gets out of the car and she's like, Kenny, what are you doing? And then the next scene is Kenny going, it's all right, mom. I'm okay. It's like, whoa, there's a disconnect there. We're like. There's a huge disconnect. uh, There might have been a scene that they took out where Kenny's like, those bullies were hitting on me, but don't worry. I'm okay. It's
2: possible. But then we go over to Elizabeth, who is home and she's worried. Um and her mom is also a total cunt to her, and she's just like grow up and put the costume on. It's almost time to go or whatever. Yeah. Like she's just not understanding. No one comforts anyone in this movie. No, nope. the parents are just cold. I'm telling you, man, these parents just don't understand. They do-
1: <laughs> these parents are right next to the parents in Nightmare on Elm Street. They're just not doing the right things. They
2: yeah, they're like there's no compassion no. at all. They're just like. Nobody cares about the kids. Nobody takes the kids seriously.
1: And no compassion from the parents based on a movie where the thing that can kill Trantor or take him down is the heart of a child, the mother's love. First you think it's Miak, and it's really fun because... No, first you don't think it's Miak. They say that first, the heart of a child, the mother's love, and then later you find out that there was two pages stuck together. I thought that was said later. No, that's first, and then two pages are stuck together because Ernest is rereading all the shit after he's had a fight with Trantor on the thing. But yeah, then he finds out that uh, it's Miak that's going to take him. To-
2: well, it's M-I-blank-K. The, the, the f- third letter has been um, I guess smudged out. Yeah,
1: whoever jerked off onto that page jerked off right onto the L part. So he thought it was Miak.
2: And he thought he... was genuine really,
1: Bulgarian Miak. I
2: mean, he figured it out. He was excited. He had all <laughs> of this uh, confidence that he went and found Trantor and he's just like, ha ha, you think you got me? And then Ah, uh, look at this! I've got Miak and unscrews it. And says, One of the best lines I think of the entire movie. Now he <laughs> Miak, Miak and die.
1: die. <laughs> uh, so what leads to that? Because I skipped some stuff that we wanted. I wanted to talk about. But that girl, she gets abducted, right? Um, Elizabeth. When he's going to the old lady Hackmore place, and Trantor ends up like following him, and he gets on the truck.
0: Oh, I have a
1: here, too. That whole truck scene. I think that whole truck scene is probably one of the best scenes in the movie. It takes a lot of coordination to do what they're doing. The guy who's playing Trantor is ferocious. I know Trantor looks weird. And he's not he maybe scary to a kid, but he's goofy looking when you're an adult. But he's fucking relentless. He's taking a knife, a sword, and he's stabbing it through the roof which sounds, over and over and over and over again.
2: Which sounds like it's just one of those normal car roofs, but it's actually like a big old truck where it's all metal, so it doesn't make sense. <laughs> that sound doesn't make sense at all.
1: It sounds like somebody's punching like a butter knife through a like a pop can
2: when they do it. He also says at that part, How about a bumper sandwich goddamn <laughs> oh, <lips."> <laughs> How am I ahead? We're at
1: this part. Yeah, but he's I want to talk about how he's so relentless and he's just running through the thing and then you get to see the claim of Trantor's strength here when he's pulling him back with the rope. Trantor is a mighty man, but yeah. I guess I did You, you did pretty much nail it. Mm-hmm. But that scene is hilarious. How about a booger what is it how about a bumper sandwich booger lips
2: yes and this part he calls them booger stuff a lot it's a lot of booger he's, stuff he's and i like very it very
1: slimy in this movie trantor's got a lot of a lot fucking of nose issues going See, on i think that the slime got two comes noses. In there. The, i don't know if you ever noticed the
2: slime comes in there not uh for me not for the pizzas it's all over trantor
1: it's all over trantor. did you notice he's got two he's a two nose guy
2: i don't but we also haven't talked about how some how he's using the adrenochrome from these children <laughs> that he turns into wood and feeds it into the tree which then makes his babies so he's using the children to make Brussels sprout babies which then fall off the tree and into the ground and then are birthed from the ground like there's so many steps with with these fucking Brussels sprout babies
1: you gotta have steps if you're gonna take over the world you can't just like easily take over the world you gotta go through certain things in the book and it's got to be done on halloween night oh my god i just spilled a lot of water onto the ground (laughs)
2: it's weird how you always call the floor the ground and the ground the floor I it's, don't know that you do the second it's one, weird how definitely you definitely do the It's weird one. how
1: you give a fuck. It's the same goddamn thing. I would be pedantic about it, too.
2: Oh, pedantic? Yeah. Okay. Let's play this game.
1: I, I used a legitimate word.
2: I don't know what it means. <laughs> I just have always heard it in negative connotations, so I assume pedantic means
1: crazy No, bitch. pedantic means that you care about the details. If somebody gets a word wrong where it doesn't really matter and you can let the conversation go on, but you have to say something. Pedantic like like is, I do.
2: Pedantic is an insulting word used to describe someone who annoys others by correcting small errors, caring too much about minor details, or emphasizing their own expertise especially in some narrow or boring subject matter. So it is an insulting word, let me say this
1: again, an insulting <laughs> word used
2: to describe someone who annoys others by correcting small errors.
1: I didn't realize it had to be annoying. I just thought it meant that you were uh, oh, it's an worried insult. about the details.
2: Pedantic, I've never heard, I've, you know, want to know how I've always heard it pedantic asshole is this the yeah. way I've always heard it well I it? thought you had to
1: add the asshole and like the fuck on the end of it to make it the insult
2: no it, I think pedantic is the insult
1: I think they need to change the definition then I'm being pedantic about the definition of pedantic
2: <laughs> get yourself together so I'm afraid to say anything I'd only have one more actual note um and it's not oh i want to talk about to the anything, trolls
1: so uh they fucking like when they're falling into the ground and they're being birthed these trans these trolls are born with clothes and weapons, and are just I like. I think
2: that's interesting that they yeah they're born with weapons already.
1: Yeah, they come out and have like knives and like armor on their clothes already, which is very strange. Uh, the Kyoto brothers or Chiyodo really get
2: adrenochrome. Yeah, because you really know who who's really good with shooting people? Kids.
1: <laughs> good social commentary.
2: No, a lot of times kids get things that parents don't uh, like. They don't lock their fucking guns up, and then a kid accidentally shoots themselves. I'm not just talking about school shootings. Sam.
1: <laughs> That's what I thought. Let's, you know, the bigger one. <laughs> There's probably more school shootings than there are people accidentally shooting themselves. Unfortunately, but let's <laughs> add them all up
2: together and then ignore them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's very the Kyoto or Chioto brothers did this, and it's like the big thing going on, on the internet right now. That it's like. Two of the masks from this are killer clowns masks. Is the... Oh
2: yeah, there's one I remember seeing. It's very identifiable. Yeah,
1: it's one that it's bingo. But there's they a clown. seem
2: like they use they kind of use them quickly, so you can't look at them for too long yeah. and
1: really like yeah, they're just see s- it sub troll characters. You know, they're mm-hmm. just when they actually get birth. But I love killer clowns from outer space. So I love that it's two things that I've grown up with at certain ages of my life where it's like i love these things and they're both kind of the same thing and i wish that they just used every troll or every clown from killer clowns from outer space and we could just find like nine clowns running around or they just kept them clowns and there's other scenes in here where like they melt like the when the trolls get hit with milk and stuff and that's like what kills the troll and they melt down to like some sort of goop That shit's kind of like in Killer Clowns from Outer Space, too. So, like, there's other things I see where I'm like, oh, this is not just using the actual mask from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But this is, like, the feel, the style of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But I think they did a great job on Trantor's face because it's got, like, animatronics in the eyebrows that are moving. And, like, you could see the guy's real eyes. I love that they did that. It's Trantor's eyes are a human's eyes. So it has, like... Human's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got more emotion into it. When it's, like, a fake eye kind of thing, and you know, an animatronic eye, it never looks... It never looks like it has emotion. This thing looks like it's got a little bit of creepiness into it. When you got, like, a human's eyes looking at you, like, come on, Billy. I'm gonna make you a piece of wood now. It's creepier, I think.
2: So having a little bit of time to kind of think about the fact that his spawn are being born with weapons i thought like man if if we had followed through and had a child that troll would have also been born with a weapon but it would have been its fucking mouth so maybe we do in this world birth babies with weapons maybe that was social commentary why
1: is it my are you saying because we both can't shut the fuck up we're both snarky bitches i'm just pedantic I just want things correct. And if people see that as me being an asshole, that's fine.
2: I think it's the way that you say things and belittle people is what more makes you an asshole. Well, I do
1: have to let them know that they are fucking idiots and they should really think about things before they say stuff. I say, as a guy who says stuff wrong all the time and has a real big problem with thinking, I'm smarter than you. I
2: know, but you have to make sure that people do feel below you. And that is, I'd say, a skill that you have.
1: I'm very skilled at it. <laughs> You know what it is? It's it could be seen as manipulative and like me trying to get ahead, but it's really just irritation is what it comes out of. It's and it's unfair irritation. It's, I think
2: it's I think it's slightly arrogance as well. I think that you believe that you can do things better and and that you maybe know and can figure something out better than someone else. You're you're a real oh don't tell me I'm just going to do it myself.
1: That's true. When I'm in a situation and I know there's a better way, I have a real hard time not saying that there's a better way, and not only saying it, but making you feel like you're a fucking idiot. Forever not seeing that uh, easier I solution. don't think
2: it's that. <laughs> I think it's if you don't agree with me, you're an idiot. Because obviously, this is going to be better. Duh.
1: Because physics.
2: I, seriously? <laughs> I swear to God, when you say stuff like that, it is so condescending and I want to break every bone in your face. All of them. I want you to be... I want you to look like what, uh, oh, my God, I fucking that person for Titanica. I want, I want that to be what you look like. That little fucking mass in a bed that's wrapped up. With cigar arms? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to break you down. He looks like a wet cigar.
1: Slave <laughs> of slave. All right. We didn't really get to talk about Bobby and uh, Tom too. I
2: don't think that they're really very important characters because even though they're supposed to be like Ernest's support, they. That fucking. Not Bobby. Who's the other one? Tom. He just talks shit and like he belittles Ernest and stuff. Like I don't under, really understand the point of them.
1: I, I think they literally just brought him. They were just like, hey, these are our friends. They've been in all the other ones. Well, Bobby's his
2: friend because that's not the same guy that was in uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. What? That Tom guy is a different guy from Ernest Day's Christmas.
1: I disagree wholeheartedly. That guy is
2: way older in this than from Ernest Day's Christmas. Those are two different people.
1: Yeah, this guy would be older when they're making this movie.
2: No, they're totally different actors.
1: Oh, 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 we will find out, my dear. Oh, this is one of those situations where I can't wait until I'm right. <laughs> Let's see. Come on, you pedantic fuck. That's But that's Bill Burge. John Cadenhead is the guy's name that played it in this. John Cadenhead. Actor. Let's see. What has John Cadenhead been in?
2: This is not the guy who does the eye thing.
1: It's not? I swear
2: to God it was. It's not. It's a different actor. Did you look this up? I'm doing it right now. No, I know because I have eyes. I disagree. I can't find the fucking info. Ernest Saves Christmas. You said who is the name of the guy in this movie? John Cadenhead. All right. And, and this, it is. Is it? It's that guy, right? I don't know. Hold on. I'm just looking to make sure. John Cadenhead. I
1: believe it's Oliver Clark. Ernest. Did they just get a guy that looks sort of like him and it fooled me enough?
2: Maybe that's not the right guy, but I don't see this name that you said at all.
1: John Cadenhead.
2: Yeah, this name is not in the Ernest Saves Christmas um, cast. All right. Well, I'm pissed off now because I thought it was the same
1: guy. Most importantly, though. Oh, no.
2: Hold on. That was the wrong guy. But it's Galliard. Yeah, Galliard Sartain. We talked about him already. So that
1: is not. Sartain. I remember that. Yeah. That's bullshit. I'm fucking irritated. See? This is the other guy. I am mad. That
2: hangs out with Bobby and Ernest Saves Christmas.
1: You're right. God damn it. I am not happy right now. I thought it was the same guy. But they're going for the
2: same vibe. Yeah, but I think that this guy from um, Ernest Saves Saves Christmas. Christmas is just... He's funnier. He's also... I think he's more irritated. Where I think that the guy in uh ernest scared stupid with bobby is just an asshole yeah he's
1: trying and to steal, know... take a bunch of money I that's mean, what it is i can't remember why he's, he's... a money guy remember, hey, when he's trying to sell ernest a bunch of troll stuff and he knows oh. trolls aren't real and he's got like troll spray and all this other shit by the way he says in a trolling motor and uh it's the first time i've heard it in this and it's just a real throwaway joke trolling motors just goes on a fishing boat they just threw it in there really fast and I noticed it for the first time ever the last time we watched it and I was just like oh boy (laughs) I I laughed but it was one of those guilty laughs where I didn't feel good about it it was like $1,700 would be his total uh, with junk
2: before tax
1: absolutely and he like told him he was part of the like he was head of the troll unit when he was in the army, and then later he wants to like take pictures of all the troll carnage. No, oh, to sell it to, to sell to National Enquirer and stuff like stuff like that. And luckily, a troll eats the
2: film, so that doesn't that doesn't happen. It's fucked.
1: But, but Bobby's also does should make got it any back. Sense. They should have got it back. Wait a minute. Why do the clothes go away when they get sprayed with milk? Why do the weapons go away and then get sprayed with milk? It should just be the troll that goes away. There should be a lump of clothes there. Because they
2: were born with all of that. That's all a part of
1: them. they kind of were. Didn't they start pulling the film out of the goop once that thing got killed? What? I don't know. Maybe. The troll eats the film, and then the kid runs by, and he's oh, like, milk, milk, right. milk, and he Ugh. sprays the troll, and he becomes the goop thing, and I think he starts pulling the film out, which would be exposed, which he wouldn't be able to use. We also didn't that mention
2: that Kenny is the son of the town police officer, like, sheriff.
1: The sheriff is the worst fucking police officer of he's, all time.
2: He's awful. He doesn't seem like he has any problem-solving skills at all. None. And his son is essentially, uh, I th- he's the one who figures out that it's not mehack, it's milk. Yep. He's the one who actually well there are also multiple situations where Ernest is defending himself with milk and he has no idea. And then the kid figures it out because Ernest is a fucking idiot.
1: (laughs) I don't know if I would have ever figured out it was the milk No, I probably would have when I saw a book that said M I dash K. I probably would have written out what it could all possibly be. And I'd be like, Hey, I think milk's probably number one. Fucking, I would have been like,
2: clearly it's supposed to be MLK and you guys need to show some respect.
1: Uh, The cop is fucking terrible because there's that scene where there's parents coming in and they're like, my boy hasn't come home. We haven't seen him. Blah, 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 blah. And he's just like, calm down, calm down. They'll be fine. It's like, officer. There's missing children. And then one of those guys that's in there is complaining about stuff is standing next to parents who are like, my child! I don't know where my child is! Of the parents who suddenly care all of a sudden? Yeah, but then the one guy in the bumblebee costume is like, yeah! And my trash hasn't been picked up in two days! (laughs) It's like, dude, I think that fight is a little less important right now. We're just gonna step back and we're gonna worry about these people's kids.
2: They're trying to pretend that people without kids are heartless and irrational. But fuck you but fuck you and don't make babies. <laughs> <laughs> my last note that I have here is that at one point, um, I, it, I, I assume it's before Kenny gets changed. Cause both he and Rimshot also get turned into wood. Yeah. The, the kids
1: figure out that it's like a milk town or they need <laughs> to milk town. They so need milk. <laughs> they need milk. And I love that whole scene where they're actually, it is milk town. Uh, that whole scene where they're fighting trolls and they're throwing milk on them. I love all the creativity that's going on in that because we get more earnest characters that are going on like uh, Auntie Nelda and shit like that. I've always liked the scene. This is the best acting scene from this kid the whole time when he's like, no, no, no. And then he holds up dry milk and he throws it into the fan and then it goes on to the trolls. I've always, as a kid, was like, yeah, that was clever. I would throw dry milk at a troll too. But most importantly. The kid is way smarter than his dad. Trantor would have been killed by milk at this point. Mm-hmm. You agree, right? Like, oh, yeah. He, but he made himself super fucking powerful. Like, why couldn't he have done this the whole time? He didn't have the fifth child yet. I don't even know how the fucking trolls fell off the tree. He's supposed to have five kids. doesn't have five yet.
2: He doesn't. And then he still has power when Eartha... I'm sorry, old lady Hagmore, because she does come by at one point and she takes the kids out of the tree.
1: Yeah, she does grab all the kids. Or wait. No, she comes by... And gives uh, puts the kids from her into the tree, like hoping that it'll uh, end and she'll that's get what it is. Her siblings. That's what she's doing. But for some reason, at this point, Trantor can just go into the base of the tree and call forth like extra demon power.
2: Yes, he says, come demons, and I like to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that your note? That was my last note.
2: <laughs> my last note is,
0: come
1: demons. He does say that. <laughs> come demons. <laughs> but it's never made sense to me because he doesn't have all the kids. Why is he allowed to just have all this power all of a sudden? But now that you say it, Eartha Kit did put all those kids back in the tree. So if those kids are in the tree, there are now eight kids in that fucking tree. And he's tree. powerful. Well, he was powerful, but, like, why Why couldn't he have done this at kid one? If, like, he didn't have to have the fifth kid. Well, but the it first makes one was that little
2: now. nerd bitch. He's not—was he going to get that power out of his teeth?
1: It's <laughs> a lot of power in those teeth. I yeah, sure uh, But I think it's actually because Eartha Kitt put the fucking extra kids in there. So there's eight goddamn kids in that tree now. But I still don't think the pod should have fallen when there's only four kids in the tree. You need the fifth kid for all that shit to happen. That never made sense to me. But the cum demons— That whole scene is gross. When he's uh, when he's making himself more powerful and like he's got like extra tubes coming out of his head all of a sudden and his fingernails get extra long. Not a big fan of that scene. It's always like it's like he's taking his full
2: form. It's my
0: final form.
2: That's nice.
0: Thank you, I'm gentle. I
2: tried to do a voice earlier, but the then the voice died. So. The, the baby died, sorry. The just baby in, died. Just, the rabbit died. Just in time to take a break. The baby has died.
1: Oh, what was I going to say? Wait, yeah, that fucking, what's that kid's last name? Uh, the last kid's name. Murdoch? Kenny? Oh. No, when Kenny gets... I thought uh, you talking about a last name. Oh, I love it when that Murdoch kid gets a uh, trantored up. And he looks and he's like, nice costume, real scary. It's like, first of all... He's also dressed up as
2: uh, Oh, like a robot Like man. a... No, that kid has dressed up as a troll to, like, scare...
1: Yeah, before. ...Kenny, and
2: he... They got stuck in that fucking troll trap, too. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah. that kid... Fuck that kid. And he's looking at this co- this kid next to him that he thinks it's a costume. Now, first of all, you'd be able to tell it's not a costume. Trantor probably smells awful. He's wet as hell. Yeah. But second, if it is a kid in a costume fucking right it's a nice costume it's the greatest costume you've ever seen on Halloween
2: yeah but it you know why he did it because that Murdoch boy was jealous and he had to bring him down because He he had a better costume than he did and then
1: what happens to that Murdoch boy he gets turned to solid wood I wish he got sent
2: to a fucking glue factory. That piece of shit. He
1: could have. Yeah, those Murdoch boys. They do a good job of making you hate those Murdoch boys.
2: They do, but there's one that they that I think is more prominently bad than the other because even like at the the older one because then like Matt gets changed and then the other one he kind of comes up with that hard exterior and then immediately it's just like hey man and he's just like "Uh," oh because he's like I'm sorry about your brother and he's like "Mm." he's like
1: yeah. Let's go get milk and kill the trolls.
2: And uh, these kids are only doing all these things. They're only being bullies and stuff because they don't have the love of their parents. This is a town with some real cold-hearted parents, and they need to be uh, mm-hmm. warmed. They need to remember what love is. And in the end, I think it's good that Trantor came back because it reminded people that the, the love of a child yeah. is one of the most important things. And it's time to fucking love your kids back. Mother's love. The heart of a child. That's a really, also a good a Kid impression. Thank you. On you. I'm a
1: Kid, and I'm not.
2: I'm getting into the Cryptkeeper. You are. Um, <laughs> no offense, but I still think Trantor is just a little bit better Trantual. at impersonating people than you are.
1: It's hilarious when he's like, "Now eat me, I can die," and Trantor goes, "Meek." <laughs> 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 like what? It's so fucking stupid. That's right. I bet you thought I couldn't find it this time of year. Genuine Bulgarian miak. I'm just a little too resourceful. It's fucking hilarious. But the end scene. Um Jim Varney dancing with that little trantor in his arms. It's It's so bad. It's so it's, it's so, so goofy looking. Bad. And but Jim Varney's face is in this when he's like Hey, little fella. And he gets that, like, smile. And you're like, ah, here's the earnest we like. This fucking, like, down to, not down to earth. This childlike Ernest. And then when Ernest kisses the fucking troll. It's disgusting. I not only felt bad for Ernest, I felt bad for Jim Varney at the time. Because <laughs> Jim Varney had to kiss whatever that fucking KY jelly or whatever the hell it is on on Trantor's face. By the way, Trantor's head still exists. It's still around. Um, I'm going to look up next year because uh, apparently there's like an earnest festival somewhere kind of close. And that chantor head often makes an appearance.
2: You, so we could definitely at least, um, we're close enough to make a little trip is what you're saying?
1: Make a little trip. And I would love to go see Jim Varney's headstone sometime. If make we've been trip. to Paul Lynn's headstone, we can go see Jim Varney's headstone.
2: Make a little trip.
1: Make a little trip. Bada-dee-da-da.
0: dee da up
2: all right i'm trying Busting to down i don't know why to, oh here it is down, I'm to, a lot of the uh jim varney's movies have similar ratings on imdb really and they're all you around like five are they all of ten
1: are they all earnest or are they majority earnest
2: um yes and no Hmm. i'd say mostly yes but then there's also like The Beverly Hillbillies, yeah, which I thought was great. Only has a five five out of ten. He was a great
1: Jed Clampett.
2: He was really good, Uh, and he's been he was in all kinds of things. Apparently, (laughs) (laughs) the best
1: season of Roseanne.
2: I think it's also fun that both Slam Dunk, (laughs) Ernest, and Toy Story came out in the in the same year and uh he Sam dunk ernest four point five Tor, toy story, the first Nine. one eight point three <laughs> so big difference yeah,
1: I forget that he was the slinky dog he was the in slinky
2: dog, and it was toy fantastic and then they Was had, he in two, yes, he was in the first two, and then
1: uh, and then uh, it
2: was a while before the third one I and think. then
1: Old what's his nuts took it over the uh a haul away and make it,
2: oh, that was him, <laughs> yeah, he wants to see homeless naked,
1: yeah, that's cool, man. <laughs> That guy, who's also the uh, Ditskileyoto. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say to me? Exactly, <laughs> Ditskileyoto. He he was the gibberish guy and uh, water boy, and he was like Ditskileyoto. It's just one of those things that's always stuck in my head. Uh, but the movie's pretty much over.
0: It yeah, saves the day.
1: Blake Clark is that guy's name. I've Blake never known Clark? It. Blake. Clark. Wasn't he also the guy who owned the hardware store and home improvement?
2: He was. He was in The Water Boy. He was in um, all kinds of movies I've never seen.
1: From, he's always had this voice. And which he, is why I think they got him for, to do that, Jim Varney.
2: He's definitely, I didn't realize he was this much of an Adam Sandler guy. He's been in a, a good chunk of Adam Sandler movies. Yeah,
1: he's been that character in a few t- of Adam Sandler movies, just like they get uh, Rob Schneider to be that, you can do it guy.
2: Bleh. All right, so I think that, I mean, obviously, Ernest saves the day because the kids almost save the day with milk, but uh, Ernest actually saves the day by making out with Trantor.
1: Yeah, Trantor can't handle that love, man. Where was Trantor from?
2: Has he existed all the time? Anyway. My guess is Ireland.
1: He came from the moors of Ireland. He got on the boat, and he came over, and he said, I'm going to eat your children,
2: I don't think he came on the boat. I think he just fucking... walked on the ocean floor. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely.
1: Ate a fish here and there. What does trantor eat? That's what I I'm, I I brought I, this up. Earlier. I know, I know. But you said the dirt part. But when he's out of dirt, does he like no? I don't think eat he bugs.
2: No, I don't think he needs actual sustenance no outside of hate. I think he outside just. <laughs> I think he just can walk on the ground for long periods of time. If he doesn't need food, he doesn't need oxygen.
1: And how is Trantor not seen during the day? There's parts where he's like running around in midday and like scoops up a kid on a skateboard.
2: Because it's Halloween time. And oh, maybe God a kid is just, that's the answer. And maybe a kid's just wearing a uh, costume prematurely because it's that, the season.
1: There's that part where he's chasing Kenny and that truck pulls up and he's like And you, the kid with the costume, get out of the road. You're right. It's exactly fucking right. Man, I'm so good today. You're so smart. What's happening? Sometimes we just got to talk through our Ernest movies to figure out what's going on. That's fair. That's very fair. So next is Ernest Goes to Jail.
2: And I guess I'm creaming on the podcast.
1: <laughs> Alright, we're done talking about this movie. By that, you then I want to get to something eating cl- whipped cream. When you do the next thing.
2: Yeah, we are at the part of the podcast where it is time to um, I guess, uh, go over some questions. You ready?
1: Yes I am. Sweet Sweet you will ask those questions, and we'll answer questions. They'll come from your mind, and we will answer them in time. Oh, so covered in spit. Oh man, that was great, a great one! Great question, son. Well, that was a good one. The best one. We'll go down in history.
2: I'm covered in saliva. We're All right. taking a break. So, <laughs> Sam, I would like to know.
1: Oh God, we haven't been recording the whole time. Just kidding. I, mean, I
2: saw it. You didn't do that in the very beginning, though. And then know. we had to restart mm-hmm. the very beginning. That's why. And that wasn't.
1: beginning was probably better.
2: <laughs> That's why it's good to have um, someone, you know, just there to double check your work. It's important. Double check. Explain to everyone why you chose this. Okay. Because there is a uh, story. Yeah, a
1: little bit of a story. I mean, one, I fucking love this movie, so it was going to eventually get chosen anyway. So I thought about this movie to do it, and I was like, I don't know if it's, like, good enough, you know? Maybe it will be, but it's not for sure. And then I was like, maybe I'll do my own thing and put a playlist together, because I've never done that. And then fucking Travis walks in with a goddamn Ernest shirt on. It says, Ernest goes to Camp Crystal Lake. (laughs) And then you brought up like Ernest Scared Stupid and I was in my head like, God damn it. I wasn't going to choose this, but it's like the world is telling me to choose it. (laughs) So that's what ended up happening. I figured. uh, Because
2: it was something I was literally like, have we done that yet?
1: (laughs) No, we haven't. I happen to know for a fact that I looked it up earlier. Uh, So that's what ended up happening. I thought it was a good choice. I sometimes get worried if an episode's going to be good or not based on movie. It's harder to talk about way. movies than it is about the uh, 100%. Music. Uh, Otherwise,
2: I would bring more movies to the table.
1: Uh, so, but I, yeah, there you go. That's, why, that's how I got chosen. I felt like I just had to. As soon as I saw that goddamn Ernest shirt, which I love that Ernest shirt, <laughs> Ernest goes to Camp Crystal Lake. It's perfect.
2: So, the next question is what do you think I thought when you gave it to me? Since I had mentioned it before you said it. I think I kind of figured it out, though, when we had that conversation.
1: I think excitement at first, but then maybe just dead right after.
2: Oh, yeah. There was never a come down. I thought that um, it was a come demon. I was excited (laughs) for it. I uh, Honestly, I have an attachment to Ernest, like a lot of people from this area do. And I'm game. I didn't really know this movie as well. So my judgment prior to watching it was that, good, I get to see this again because I'm less familiar with it than some of the others. Even though I've seen it with you multiple times since we've been together, it's still... Isn't as burned into my brain well, as of those, some of the others. One
1: of those early times, we were busy doing other stuff to be paying attention <laughs> to Ernest. Scared stupid. My
2: God, <laughs> there in the very beginning when we when we made Whoopi to both Beavis and Butthead and Ernest, you had to know that we were meant to be. <laughs>
1: That it was not enough to distract us. (laughs) If anything, I was raging.
2: (laughs) It's always funny to me because people thought that we were so, like, not similar when we got together. Because they're just like, what are these two doing together? Like, people who went to school with us. And it's like, you guys really have no idea. (laughs) We're much more alike than you guys have ever known. It's just that I'm not a metal chick. And you don't like sync.
1: That's what people see. That's like... Sometimes metal can be so extreme, and if some people don't, like, like, music makes a couple sometimes.
2: I think that there are people who are metal people, and they live that lifestyle, and it's like the couple, they're like, um, it's its metal. It's its what they do. It's what they're into, and it's like a whole thing. And That's not us. I,
1: and that would get annoying to me.
2: You've never really been into metal chicks. I mean, except for the, your, one of your first girlfriends.
1: I've never dated metal chicks. I've always found them to be annoying because they think they're like... Trying too hard. And that's, that's just as much. you. But like, I think guys are trying too hard too, but I'm not attracted to men, so I never saw it that way. I
2: feel like part of that is also that you like a low-maintenance girl. Oh, and
1: a goth oh, girl oh
2: God. is just as high-maintenance as a girl who's dressing in pink yeah, and, putting, no. and doing that stuff. It's, it takes the same amount of time to put all that shit on their face. Yeah,
1: it's going to be all over my fucking pillows and all over fucking clothes and shit. No.
2: And they're still wearing like cute skirts and stuff. It's just that they're black yeah. instead of pink.
1: Yeah. So let's just put on some pants and go outside. Goddamn. it. It's the the same thing. So I, I
2: think that you're just not into a girly girl in general. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know why you don't. I'm surprised that you aren't into someone who likes like the same music as you, because that is something
1: that we don't. But there's a fuck ton of music that we do like. Yeah. But
2: I think it took time to get there.
1: Yeah. But funk and stuff, it's always been in my life.
2: I'm just saying as time has gone on, there are things that we can like agree on more together. But I think like in the beginning, it was more uh, divided and
1: your stuff and my stuff. I'm also way less extreme now than I was. Like I found the extremes of what I was into. I'm fine. (laughs) I'll go back to what I was listening to. I'll go back to my Black Sabbath.
2: (laughs) I'm fine. So some of the more simple things are some of the best things as well. Like something being extreme and intense and all over the place isn't necess- like just because it's it's good doesn't mean that it's good, for, you know. I get it. Um, I keep moving this, and I'm sorry. Crinkle, sense. crinkle, cut. So, do you? Well, we watched it twice. Yes, we did. Do you did. know
1: that your your least favorite character? My least favorite character. Uh, there's a couple different angles you can take on this one, in my opinion. But I'm gonna go with the guy who I thought was like. The worst in general. And it's not the mayor. He could be one of those. I'm going the sheriff. I thought I felt the that. The sheriff is the worst fucking character in this. He's not a good father. He's he's not a good anything. He doesn't listen to anybody. He doesn't proactively do anything. As soon as like someone starts to grab him,
2: like he's just like... Ooh. like he d- he doesn't fight back. He no, yeah. Do- I don't his know son how this had guy to come save him
1: with milk. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, that scene uh, never was more scared not scared but it made me fucking nervous in thinking of putting in that world he the cop is handcuffed to the car one of the trolls has swallowed all of his bullets and the other troll is hitting the back of the 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 troll in the back of the head to shoot bullets out from his stomach or throat or wherever it's coming from at the cop i think it's the throat and (laughs) that's where that's where the gets loaded
2: yeah, it was like making those fiery lights out of his throat.
1: So it's not freaky that he's being sh- the sheriff is being shot at. What's freaky is when his son comes up and he's like, "I'll save you, Dad," and the s- the dad is like, "No, don't come over here." Because <laughs> as a father, you're thinking, "No, there are bullets being fired. You're gonna get shot in the fucking head." Yes, but
2: those trolls value children because they need that adrenoch- adrenochrome to live. So they're not gonna shoot the kid. They're going to make sure that the kid doesn't get shot so they can snatch him up and put him in the tree. It's
1: kids first. Then it's adults.
2: Yeah, but there's that's the thing. There's still a kid. Get that kid. Get that kid.
1: <laughs> get that kid. Lock him up.
2: Absolutely. So for me... <laughs> so yeah, Sheriff, what's yours? My least favorite was... For me, okay, so this character was just... I'm probably more important to the story than I want to give credit to, but I just think that this person was just terrible the entire time in many different environments. For me, it's the fat, mulleted Matt Murdock piece of shit. (laughs) Bully fuck. (laughs) That kid, not only was he destructive to. Mulleted Matt Murdock. I'm sorry, fat mulleted Matt Murdoch piece of shit bully fuck is what I wrote down. <laughs> it was he he was hateful to him in school and picked yes. on him for supporting Elizabeth after she read her book report. Yes. He uh, he talked shit to his dad when Ernest was running through the town trying to warn people of the trolls, and he's yes. like, "Oh, what's he's doing? Oh, just something stupid about trolls." Yep, like I mean, that. You, the kid has just been a problem throughout. Not only I mean he's torturing the kids, he has some fucking bond with the mom that when he beats the Kenny's ass, the mom's just like, "Well, what's wrong with you, Kenny?"
1: Uh, you little pussy. <laughs> um,
2: so yeah, I hate his fucking hair, I hate his face. Oh, yeah. I looked up the actor, he's never done anything else other than this.
1: So good.
2: I hope that I hope you're infertile and I hope probably that Probably from
1: Missouri, or probably from Tennessee in that town.
2: Yeah. And I hope that he lives alone lonely life and he still has the mullet that's what i hope
1: Uh, can i add something else i hate about him yes please (laughs) after he gets hit by the pizzas and he's like we're gonna get you and he starts walking away i hate the way he walks that's another thing (laughs) that fat
2: piece of shit when they break down the first little clubhouse thing that they built and then the the kids they run out they make a break for it and run off that fat fuck just he doesn't run after them most kids would have no. run after them, but he just he knows he can't do it. Oh, he
1: pushes all the way down he's like uh, He screams something at him. He's <sighs> like, I'm gonna get you motherfuckers! Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he has, he has a piece of shit. I
2: hope someone threw him down a well at some point in his life and it took them a long time to get it and when they got it, he was skin and bones. <laughs> and then it made him sick when he put too much weight on too fast afterwards. <laughs> and then it just messed up his metabolism for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, that wasn't oddly specific at all. <laughs> Most favorite characters. Yo, this is fucking easy. <laughs> Ernest goddamn p World is the best character in this movie. He's the best actor. He's the best everything. This movie is obviously nothing without Ernest. In any Ernest movie, the best character is going to be Ernest. Or Jim Vardy played him. In minimum, like at minimum, even if in jail, your favorite character is bad Ernest. Mm. That's still fucking Jim Varney. Yeah. <laughs> no, my, my favorite
2: and goes to jail is regular Ernest because he has that pen leak in his mouth and then, <laughs> and then puts the paper in there to try and soak it up. And it's the one of the my favorite scenes in an, in, oh. a, in, a, in movie history yeah, movie, is the courtroom great. scene. Um, my most favorite character for me, this is a little bit of a toss up because. I mean, I want to say Tarantor because he kidnaps children, and that's just a good thing. <laughs> that That's just making life easier. It's population Michelle, control. Michelle
1: supports child kidnapping.
2: Yes, and if you want to suck the adrenochrome out of them so you live longer and you can make your babies grow and be little... Grow uh, my children. Will come demons, then, you know, that's what you got to do, I guess. If you got to steal other people's kids to make your kids stronger, look... It's a dog-eat-dog world, <laughs> and um, so Trantor is kind of my my first go-to, but really, it's fucking Ernest. God damn right it it's, is. It's Ernest. It's, he's got the facial expression. Trantor can't make facial expressions like Ernest Not can. Not like that. So,
1: um, and Ern- he's only got so many servos in that head.
2: And I bet he doesn't have a whole lot of outfits that fit him either, and all those oh, he's different characters that, forever. that Ernest is able to change into, plus Ernest, like, drinks split sh- second. He, eats, he drinks chocolate milk. Trantor can't drink chocolate milk because it'll kill him. They so will. that's another reason how Ernest trumps Trantor.
1: Oh, the milk company in this. Uh, it's Prairie or I can't remember what it was. It's not
2: Prairie or Trouth. It's some like, un, it, it seems some lesser known one.
1: It's not lesser known. It's the first company that ever hired Ernest to do like milk ads. And that's like what got him in houses. And that's how he got the Troth. That's how he got to other milk companies. This company is the first one that ever hired them. So they, uh, in honor, they decided that that was going to be the milk that kills trolls. Just a little little fact. Throw that in there for you.
2: Do you know how old you were when you saw this the first time? It
1: came out in 1991. Let's see,
2: I'm six. Do you think that this was something that was...
1: I'm going to say I probably saw it when I was like Nine.
2: Okay, so do you think that this is something that your mom wouldn't have given you, or do you think that this is something that you would have just like found over time and been like, I want Ernest?
1: I think it's... I know I was shown Ernest. It's, I feel like
2: Ernest Saves Christmas is how yes, I was introduced yes. to him. I'm
1: sure I was shown earlier Ernest. Like, more, f- quotation, family-friendly Ernest. Even though this movie, it could probably freak out a little, little kid. This movie is not unfamily-friendly to me at all. Um, But I, I know for a fact it freaked out my... <laughs>
2: I just would have considered it gross when I was a kid, yeah. I think, and just wouldn't have been interested.
1: I think if you're like four or five, it can scare you. But you get know, older than that, you're going to be like, this is fun. Um, what was I talking about? you uh, Scared or Save Christmas. When you think Christmas. that you saw
2: it and how you came upon it the first time you said, you think you were maybe i I'm nine. sure I was
1: probably like around nine, probably. I'm going to say it was probably on like TBS or TNT Or USA during the day or something. Around Halloween time. And I probably already knew Ernest from uh, Ernest Goes to Jail. I knew my mom already liked her. My mom loves Ernest Goes to Jail. My mom loves sexy Ernest. Who doesn't? Uh, And I remembered Says Christmas a little bit, but it's really been more since you. Ernest Goes to Jail and Ernest Scared Stupid were my Ernest movies growing up. So I'm going to say it was probably TBS, TNT, USA and then like rented after that. I, was, I know I would rent it every once in a while and then I know I bought it from like Walmart as soon as I saw it. I was like oh well I'm hanging out with Adam Cutter. We're 16, 17 We're talking about Ernest movies. We're laughing at Ernest movies We're fucking taking back roads and <laughs> talking about Ernest So I've owned this for a long time But probably didn't see it when it first came out
2: Do you think that you liked it the first time, or do you think that... Guaranteed. Okay.
1: Because I don't think I would have liked it the first time, honestly. Guaranteed. If If I saw it as a kid. If I already like Ernest, and I just love Halloween shit anyway, this is my bag. I'm into Scooby-Doo. I'm into fucking Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm into all that, like, kid horror stuff. Kid darkness. Yeah, so this would have been right up my fucking alley. I mean, I was watching... Yeah, Halloween stuff for as long as I can remember. I've Now, horror movies, I can remember being like 12 and starting to really watch horror movies. But I cannot think of a time where I didn't like spookier stuff and like the Scooby-Doo look and the horror look. And like watching that goddamn Vincent Price tape that my mom's got where it's got like old horror movie like sections from it. I've been watching that for as long as I can goddamn remember. Thriller. I've loved Thriller for as long as I can remember. It was a oh, they, goddamn event when Thriller was on. And they
2: used to, on VH1, sometimes show the Making of Thriller, which would be oh, so great. that was the
1: event. It would it would be on the TV guide that Thriller and Making of Thriller was going to be on. Oh, and it'd so be like, good. fuck, 8.30, we got to sit down and watch Making of Thriller, even though we've got it on VHS, but this is special.
2: I think that I had seen it or seen clips of it, but I remember as a teenager, uh, the Making of Thriller came on, and I watched that. and and i watched like the whole thing through the end where they show the actual music video Uh and i remember being kind of creeped out by it but not scared but just like everything looked really good and scary and like creepy the way that it was supposed to
1: it's still some of my favorite zombie scenes of any zombie thing when he walks by and those zombies are starting like move the crypts open and stuff it's like that's what zombies are to me
2: and always the guy with like the black ink stuff looking coming
1: out of his his mouth. mouth For uh, me, always the good. fat, black, or not fat, black, the I'm, fat, blue, bald guy. <laughs> He's like, <"Rrr." laughs> and now I think of it, they're fucking doing an homage to Tor Johnson.
2: Cool. Uh, I don't know what that <laughs> means. Um, so well,
1: Michelle, it'll be... <laughs> would,
2: if I feel like this is a silly question, but Sam, would you recommend this today?
1: I would recommend this to people with children. Like my friends, I'd be like, you should have your kids watch this. Now, am I going to look at a fucking 40-year-old man and say you should watch Ernest Scared Stupid? You bet your fucking ass I was on say, you. I say, of course you would. Yes!
2: You'd be like, "What? Well, you've never seen Ernest Scared Stupid? I That's wanted to
1: set deal. this up like I was going to do that.
0: But yes. <laughs> but I know you too fuck, well.
1: This movie fucking rules. I don't care how old you are. You're going to have to look past some of the kids' stuff and be fine with it. But if you're okay with watching Finding Nemo and Toy Story and all that shit as an adult, there's no fucking reason you shouldn't be okay with watching this. There's earnest jokes that are genuinely funny. And I'm talking like still funny and I've seen it multiple times and I laugh every goddamn time. It still
2: is from a different time in the sense
1: that I think it's grosser
2: and it's more kind of like he's, yeah. he talks about boogers and stuff a lot. Yeah. And I don't think you hear nope. booger in, in kid stuff anymore.
1: I don't think, but it's one of those deals where it's like, I don't watch kid stuff, That's so true. I don't know. But I don't, I just, I f- it's like when I hear people go, Saturday Night Live's not funny anymore, and I'll be like, well, I might agree, but have you watched it recently? And they're like, well, I haven't seen it in 10 years. Well, then you don't know. And I would
2: agree <laughs> that I, th- I think about 80% of it is not funny. Yeah, but we watch it. But there's 20% <laughs> that when it's fucking good, it good. can make you fucking laugh yeah. pretty, pretty well. Mm-hmm. So uh, last night's was bad, though. Let's... Uh... <laughs> uh let's see we would i watch this again of course this is i think that this has become almost like a yearly thing
1: it's like a halloween it's like you watch uh garfield christmas i we was watch actually fucking just
2: thinking ernest ernest about people. that and i was like i can't wait until it's christmas time and i can watch garfield
1: christmas and we watch ernest saves christmas we've watched <laughs> that almost the past two or three christmases it's fucking funny. That joke at the beginning with the Christmas tree thing. Oh, Christmas tree. No. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas it's tree. Oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> it's not technically a joke. It's a joke. It fucking makes me laugh every goddamn time. Uh, that, like like I'm saying in this movie, that fucking baby head thing. No, I'm just don't put my head into those gears. <laughs> it's been making me laugh for as long as I can remember. <laughs> it's so and it's things. morbid. It's a little morbid. It is morbid. He's holding a baby. And he's going to shove its head. It's a head baby doll. In. I know, but it's still going to shove its head into the gears. This I think I've the, got a family.
2: I think that also just sets you up that uh, kids are mistreated in this movie.
1: But also the saviors. It's kind of almost that baby didn't save him. It's almost that. Well, that that one didn't, but the kids did.
2: No, he did. Because the kids only had meek. That's like Ah, treating the headache, but not the source of why you're getting the headaches.
0: That's true. Oh, unless they got transferred before he got oh, Before I come, demons make me powerful.
1: (laughs) 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 All right, are we done?
2: No, we need to rate this (laughs) zero out of ten all over the Halloween spooky movie watching cats.
1: Would you like to go first? I'll go. I'll give us an eight out of ten. Ah. This eight out of ten for what this movie is. Okay. The kids' acting is—it's a little rough sometimes, and the some of the adults' acting is rough sometimes. But I'll never not enjoy this goddamn movie. I will watch it for as long as I—I I, I will live. It will be in my uh, routine.
2: All right, I am going to probably stay closer to the six. Uh, the other ratings that other people give it, I would say about five and a half, six, maybe five point seven five, because I think that the, I think uh, the story is fine for what it is, uh. But I think most things about this movie suck, sucks, except for Ernest. So Ernest is enough to carry it over halfway on just his own. But I think the movie itself isn't that great. Um. But it's fine for what it is. If yeah. that makes sense, yeah. like it's not, it's not like this is. Oh, I fucking love this movie. But I like it. It's fine. It makes me laugh. Yeah. Like so, it's not. It's not bad. It's just I wouldn't consider this a great movie. But also, I didn't have like the connection as a kid to this that, as much as you did. Probably helps. And that's and also part not, of it.
1: You're also not as connected to like spooky.
2: Yeah. So horror is not my thing
1: as never, much. I try yeah. though.
2: I still I mean, You watch do stuff. like horror, but it's I not watch, like
1: a governing factor of your life
2: every week i still (laughs) watch american horror story and american horror stories which just came out and uh i'm disappointed almost all the time (laughs) but i also don't find things to be scary i i like i like suspense and thriller more so i want it to be a little more thought out i guess i don't probably real life yeah i don't i don't just need gore and guts and Uh, slime to look at I
1: think that's where Gerald's game actually comes in handy where it's like fucking god
2: the concept of that was fucking nuts I didn't like the execution but I liked the idea of that
1: I think they write a good line in that movie though where it's like nothing is actually supernatural in it she's just kind of losing her mind And that's that's why she just saw stuff that wasn't
2: even real. Yeah, none
1: of that was real. Except for the guy that was in the room that could have killed her but didn't. Well,
2: that's what I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was the guy, I don't remember well
1: enough. That weird, creepy, tall guy? Well, yeah, was that all,
2: was that in her head?
1: No, that guy was real. But he showed up, and I think he, for some reason, just decided not to kill her.
2: Yeah, movies don't scare me, but movies will stress me out. Yeah. And that's. But that's, uh, I kind of like that to an extent to, uh, as far as like the thriller and the suspense, because I feel like that pulls you in much more than a comedy. It makes you feel more real some...
1: life than anything else.
2: And it, it forces you to kind of react and think, like, what would I do in this situation? How are they going to handle this? Or, I, I feel like for crawl me... in a
1: fetal position and die. <laughs>
2: Probably. But for me, I, f- I feel like I get a little more involved mentally than is that person going to get their arm chopped off? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I don't watch horror movies to get scared or get that feeling, I watch it to be like, oh, he got his arm cut off. That was awesome. See all the blood? That was fucking cool.
2: I can't you keep looking at the wall like you're looking at a person who's sitting there. Nobody's you're there? talking to. Ooh.
1: Um, Sam, just? You, know you know who I did pretend like I was talking to? Ernest. Pam. Aunt oh. Pam. <laughs> That's who I was going. That was awesome, right? <laughs> I love Pam. Um, oh, going to see uh, Art. This is this is time this is the few times I can be timely about things.
2: On this, Wednesday.
1: I'm seeing Art the Clown or Terrifier 2 on Wednesday with Aunt Pam. Michelle's not going this time. She is. Uh, I've seen Ar- fine.
2: Terrifier 2 and I've seen Terrifier the original one in theater
1: when it was re-released earlier this year with you and Pam. I'm good. You're good. But we're going specifically because we're going to get that fucking Terrifier 3 Christmas poster and get to see the section from Terrifier 3 and we are both very excited. I just want to do that little That's
2: fine. Insight. Uh describe this movie in one word before we end this.
1: Let's take a phrase. Know what I mean, Vern?
2: Well, he doesn't say that once in this movie. He does not I don't think so. I don't think he ever talks to Vern. It's never that he, yeah, he's never He'll break to Vern. the fourth That's wall not. to an extent like with pain, like yeah. when the lid uh fell on <laughs> his hand and he like looked back and looked, in the, looked in the camera. And, the and camera then looked back, back the <laughs> and went <laughs> the camera and
0: screams. Yeah,
1: that part was great. Uh my real word is gonna be Trantor. I'm in a band called Cult of Trantor. This is how earnest I'm Damn, man. This is how earnest I am, man. <laughs> uh, and I still want to get the whole band to fucking dress like Ernest every time we play. That would be hilarious, but I Put can't. Put the imagine. vest and the jeans on.
2: I, I cannot imagine Damien in anything other than I, black clothing. I was going to
1: ask. Let me, let me guess. Damien's the only one you can't see doing that? None in a million years. <laughs> snatch would almost look like Ernest if he did it. I, I think I could see Snatch
2: doing it because he just seems, not that Damien isn't playful, but Damien doesn't seem to like to be taken out of his comfort zone as much.
1: <laughs> he gave us shit. He was like, you guys are dressing up, right? Something extreme? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he shows up and he just puts his paper mask on. Like, fuck you, you asshole. (laughs) But I didn't put my thing on either because uh, it's too short. Anyway.
2: All right. Uh, My word for this is adrenochrome.
1: I love that you figured out what's uh, Giving the tree its power I
2: mean they've just been putting it in our faces The whole time and they're not even Like ashamed <laughs> oh, a- anymore Even Jim
1: Varney was sucking the Adrena He
2: was uh, one of the original Illuminati members <laughs> As soon as he got into the business He became a Scientologist He joined Jeez. the Illuminati uh- 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 You know what I mean Pizzagate <sighs> <sighs> Exactly <laughs> He may have died before Pizzagate But he knew about Pizzagate <park> so we are finished with this episode we are finished with questions and uh like i said we appreciate you guys listening and being here i wish you could have heard sam's fart that just (laughs) threw me off my game um but yeah i just and i don't even know that this medicine is right for me either so i don't Who knows? I just think I I personally need some time, which is where this break originally came from, was me saying I need a break.
1: Yeah, everyone blame Michelle. That's
2: fine. I'll take it. Um, You can blame me for this whole thing existing, too. It's true. Um, Even though I don't do any of the actual physical labor, so you can blame (laughs) Sam for that, because I can't not give him his credit, which is most of this. Um, But Everything
1: technical. (laughs)
2: Everything. Um, Yeah, I'm just... I
1: just need a break. That's cool. Sorry. We don't even have to give you an excuse to take a break. If we just want to tell you we're taking a break, we can fucking do it. We can. It's been five whole years. Yeah. And, uh, and Actually, some of my favorite podcasts often take about two or three, two about a month or two month breaks and then they come back and they're fucking refreshed and ready to go.
2: So we'll so s- maybe that can happen too. Because Maybe this will be positive. Yeah. Um, but I would like to definitely return sometime in December if possible. I don't want to go through the end of the year without... Uh, saying hello
1: the longer we hold off the less likely he comes back
2: <laughs> i was thinking if the it, the the longer that we extend this break the less less likely that other people will come
0: back
2: as well. <laughs> so it. i just snorted i'm so ready for a nap uh everybody thanks uh <laughs> Thank you. i'm fucking out of here and She's done. don't forget that Ernest is the man Ernest and is
1: absolutely the Ernest can can Ernest can't can, like a dance.
2: Yeah, but you know if you can't, Ernest can. So just remember that. All
1: right, everybody. Thanks. We'll be back. She said it. Yeah, it's we'll be true. back
2: sometime. It's true. So keep your eyes and ears and buttholes open because we're coming for you.
1: But until then, I get a break. <laughs> Bye, everyone.
2: Yeah, so you can just golf more or some shit. Woo! Bye.
1: Yeah, right. Tuesday nights I go to practice.
2: But we record on the weekends. Let's have an argument right at the end. Listen up! It'll make people remember why they love us. We're a couple. (laughs) Bye. Bye.